teacher. Are you excited for an episode of Rodkins? <laughs> to leaves floating! Oh no! <laughs> I pressed the wrong button. I mean, I am a ghost, it's on brand. Starting off strong, let's go. To leave, no, don't go towards the light! No, I have don't to. Don't do it. I have to. No! No! To leave, no! 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 I'm a Cindy! I'm a Cindy! To leave! To leave! Hi, everyone. Welcome to Narrative Declarations Rock Goons. I am your host, Zoran DeBear, and I would like to tell everybody who we are for real quick. Uh, we are a group of tabletop RPG uh, enthusiasts, lovers, and stuff like that. We like to roll dice and suffer all at the same time. Thank you all so much for coming over to the stream. Uh, if you really like the stuff that we do here, like that you see, you can always visit at patreon.com forward slash narrative declaration and our website, narrative declaration.com to find out more about us, the campaigns and more. But the ones who make these campaigns are the absolutely wonderful players. And we have a absolutely wonderful cast here today. I'll be starting from left to right, starting off with the excellent, the ever wonderful Minerva. If you want to tell them who you are, who you're playing and where they could find you. Uh, my name is Minerva. Today I'll be playing a Great Crocus, the Null Ranger. Uh, you can find me over at uh, Twitter and Twitch at Party Demoness. And uh, thank you for having me. I'm excited. I'm excited to have you here. And I think on your character sheet, you're level two, aren't you? Level two Ranger, right? I should be, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I'll, sorry, I'll, level two. I'll, I'll edit it. I'll edit it. You're now... Now level zero now. You're a peasant. Oh class, no, right? crap! Perfection. <laughs> All right. Well, someone's gonna have to up, carry me. <laughs> next up, we have the ever see through, the ever wonderful Cabal. Hi, everybody. I'm Cabal, your favorite frightening caffeinated cult leader and hooded horror host on the petrifying platform of Twitch.tv. I am playing the level two Ghost Magus Talim Shabura. You can find me over at twitch.tv slash cabal and also at cabalvt over on Twitter. Excellent. Next up, we have our resident little guy, Froggy Lock. Hello, good time zone. I'm Froggy Lock. Uh, I'm a professional artist and variety streamer, and I'll be playing the kobold investigator Beetlezebub, aka Beetles, aka Beetle, aka Bub, aka B, aka Book. And you can find me on other <laughs> social media platforms under my handle, Froggy Lock. Thank you. Froggy. So <laughs> I'm still, wanna... still getting over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also laughing. I'm also laughing because as you were going, for some reason, the music music decided to start itself. So as you were making your intro, it was like, boom, 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 boom. Like you're like the boss coming in. <laughs> Just a line. The castle gates open. A shadow, a draconic shadow looms over the staircase. It zooms to the open door. It's Beetle there. No pants, bow ties, suspenders. You hear the feet. Dark, Soul, Dark Souls boss health bar appears and it just continues with more and more names. But of course, we have the ever-towering, the ever-artistic, and the ever-lovely Salty Jub. Yes, hello, my name is Salty Jub. I am a artist uh, and a 
mainly an art streamer over on twitch.tv slash saltyjob. And you can find me on Twitter at saltyjob. And I am typically working with all of these cool individuals doing cool art for them. And uh, today I am playing Hart, a big chunker of a man uh, who has daddy issues. Doesn't like to be alone either. Just, just scared of dark places, maybe. Yeah. If you're scared of dark places, why are the hair? Why is the hair always over your eyes? You're always in the dark. It's true. <gasps> it's just training arc. Yeah. <laughs> training to be with the darkness. <laughs> I need to be brave for my friends. <laughs> so I mean, those one of us are... needs to be brave. Those are absolutely lovely players. Now, I want to explain how all of this works for people who may be new to narrative declaration stuff or the tabletop streams that I do and everything. Um, you may be questioning, what is this interface? What's going on? How does all this work? In some details, people constantly ask me uh, in comment sections and stuff of the, how things work and go. First off, we are playing not Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. We play Pathfinder 2nd Edition. That is the game system that we play. So if you're wondering, hey, where's the advantage and disadvantage roles and all that other stuff, uh, we don't use that system. We use the Pathfinder 2nd Edition system. And the interface that you will see us all play on here for like movement and how the rules automatically kind of go for us and stuff, we use Foundry Virtual Tabletop. So if that's what you're looking for to kind of run it with your games and stuff like that, that is the virtual tabletop that we use. And in addition to the bars that are right below us. So in Pathfinder 2nd Edition, we use the hero point system, which means a hero point can re-roll just a D20 result. So the bars that you see below will have numbers uh, on them. And if people donate bits to this channel, subs and everything else or direct donations do not work, but only Twitch bits will activate and in your message when you're giving a donation. If you do hashtag the player's name, you can grant them a uh, uh, bits or fill up the bar enough to get a hero point. It takes 2,500 bits to fill up the bar and they get a hero point and then they can re-roll a detonant result, which you might think, oh, wow, that's going to super, um, they're going to super be overpowered. Funny enough, the hero points can also cause them pain because they maybe go, oh, I need to re-roll and they'll roll a natural one instead. It goes either way with a D20. It's just a simple re-roll. Also, every single time you give them bits, I get a little bit of the cut. You know, they keep the total, but I get about 30% of what you sent over, over to my villain bar. And if you want them to suffer, I get a villain bar. And what I get to do with the villain bar is that I get to re-roll the monster's rolls. So if the monster's got a uh, bit of a miss, I get to re-roll it. <laughs> get the mess up the players or redo a save. Simple things like that. So... In addition to the player's hero point stuff, instead of just rerolling d20, they can also narratively declare. If they want to do some cool roleplay stuff, all they have to do is just say, I want to I narratively declare that there's a tablecloth there that I could pull over and I could use it as like a net or something or, or cool stuff like that. That is how all of that works. Are you guys ready to suffer? Absolutely. Wait, what? There was, wait, there's there suffering? I don't I, w I was born yes. suffering. Yeah, you went through that whole Fair. spiel, and all I could think of was, stop praying for my grandpa. He's too powerful. <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all are helping us, but you're also helping Zorin. So it's just like... The orderlies can't contain him. <laughs> <laughs> He's too fast. He's too powerful. 
And uh, and before we start, I want to give a shout out to the amazing artist and also the people who've really helped uh, put all this guest put all together. First off, I want to thank uh, Thurston or On Call GM for really helping me behind the scenes for things and stuff. Uh, he's the one who game masters Rock Ryan, our other show and stuff. I want to give a shout out to him. Please follow him and at On Call GM. He's been extremely helpful along with his partner to tell stories, uh, who has been absolutely a joy to work with who's really helped out with all the stuff behind the scenes for narrative declaration pdfs things like that which we provide on patreon and everything they've been extremely helpful but also to the two amazing artists who's been really helping out froggy did all these vtuber avatars yeah yeah, yeah. Froggy, I, I, froggy destroyed her hand to help us <laughs> she did she, she put a lot of work into fine. it and she absolutely crushed it Oh dear! Oh my gosh! You're going tugs on collar! Oh gosh! <laughs> oh gosh! So please, so please thank Froggy oh, for being golly. super generous, super generous, and really helping out the show. They pop out with these awesome avatars. You can see his talk and stuff and everything. They look amazing, Froggy. So thank you. Yes, absolutely. Oh, well, thank you. Ah! Oh, thank you. Oh, shucks. Oh, shucks. In addition. <laughs> In addition to the artist, Salty Jub also did a lot of amazing uh, pieces pieces of art here for the show as well. You will see them as we go out through the adventure. I want to say thank you, Salty, for busting your butt off and really just helping out with the show and stuff. Like, please, uh, if you can, please follow their channels. Please show them support. They are amazing individuals, and they really helped what today is to be. So thank you to both of you for being amazing artists and individuals. You have been absolutely superb so thank you so very much yeah. thank you salty we stand we stand our artists and the and the staff that all help make this possible absolutely the yeah. funniest part is that i only drew characters and i don't know what they are actually going to be used for. <laughs> yeah that's that's the fun bit I, I told salty going here's some criteria and then salty has no idea what's going to happen with them Draw so. me a peasant, and I drew a peasant, and then Zoran laughed. Zoran's just like, this would be make the, the peasant buffer. <laughs> it, 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 it was the peasant buff? It was more along the lines that Zoran said, draw me some peasants. I drew some peasants, and Zoran like, I like this one. I'm gonna use this one. And, and I sat there, and I felt fear in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this peasant is about to like jump out in a dungeon and make rob me. <laughs> I I'm just afraid that one of these peasants is actually just a hag in disguise. The peasant, the peasant boss. Yes. <laughs> Your children will be on doing, Salty. <laughs> <laughs> I do not fear death. So with I, that, I welcome everyone. it. I wait for it. <laughs> but then, everyone, are you all ready to go on an adventure? I'm ready to be grinding to the rot. Born to adventure, Wrong. forced to shit. I, <laughs> I was, but then after that, I'm not so sure anymore. What? Can I, just, can I just become like a baker and open up a shop now? Yeah, you and oh, me yeah. both. Let's go. All right, cool. Not, All right, we're going to be bakers, man. All right. And as a disclaimer and stuff, um, trying a new music system. So please forgive me if it's like, what happened? But yeah, but as we... But as we begin, which scenes for you all, so you all have a lovely it's little. Starting. <laughs> <laughs> You're a ghost. You can't make the bread. I'm a mage. I've got mage hand. Mage bread. Here. Can you all see the scene? 
Yeah. Ooh. Salty, salty job did this piece, so excellent work. Yeah. Salty. That's so cool. Oh. Yeah, sorry, podcast viewers. As we begin, rumblings of visitors from a strange kingdom has awakened waves throughout the city of Outset. People have been saying a giant airship that flies with no sails has arrived, and isn't the citizens abuzz with rumors and speculations for what these strange visitors are here for? But our story doesn't start far up in the sky, or to the edges of the city. No, it starts far below in the pond's pilaster, a poorer district. A poorer district compared to the rest of the city of outside of, of a million faces, where gangs fight for dominance and its citizens do everything they can to survive on the, scrape, on the scraps of society. Walking along the wooden ruined stone walk is a small individual who's holding at their little tiny grippers a note that summarizes, that summarizes to, if you need more work, head over to Elma's. Froggy, as your little pitter-patter feet begin to walk the ruined stone walks and onto the wooden walkways, what would someone see looking at your character? Oh, goodness gracious me. What would you see? If, if you could see him at all, he's very short. He's easily missed. But uh, this is a kobold who looks like he went through a taffy puller. He's quite ugly as far as kobolds go. And he's, he, but he's dressed like a gentleman. He's trying to, you know, make the best out of the situation, the cards that he's been dealt. Uh, so despite his physique, he's he's dressed nice and clean. He's got, you know, his, his suspenders for his belt and no pants. And he's holding his note in both hands and his little feet are going like. He's a little pitter patter. Just... <laughs> yeah, little wet slaps. Maybe more like this. <laughs> Short legs needs to walk faster. <laughs> Little fanny pack on his butts bouncing around. Like like one of those running lizards that get up on yeah, their yeah, hind yeah. legs. Just flapping legs. Yeah. Perfect. So as you continue as you continue on, we see little beetle begin to disappear into the slightly green fog of the green of the pond's pilaster. I almost said green's pilaster. That as <laughs> it's smoked by everywhere. <laughs> and as we see you disappear around corners and such, someone coming in of another direction. Someone who seems to be nearly floating along, nearly translucent, who's also holding this uh, piece of no, who also summarizes if you need more work, head over to Elma's. All of you, some of you need money here in the Pond Splash, and a lot of you don't have a lot of currency to your name. But what would someone see loading along the ruined places here down the poorest parts of the city of Outset? What would they see, Cabal, as you float along? So, out of the green mists of the Pond's Palaster, a spectral figure drifts along over the cobblestones, his feet never, never quite touching the ground. Um, people might think it's a hallucination at first, but they will notice that if they look closer, it appears to be a specter of what appears to be a Quan Shear man, uh, dressed in the flowing robes and the uh, cloths that allow people to survive and thrive in the, de in the desert heat. 
a uh, veil of chainmail covers his face and two glowing eyes peer out from behind a veil a shield strapped to one of his arms and what appears to be a sort of strange blade at his hip um as he may drift past people and they may look at him because the tyrant's guild employ the undead it's not a particularly you know unseen sight to see you know the the, the restless uh, souls wandering the streets they may notice that there are uh, two arrows sticking out of his back as he drifts past and he looks down at the note and uh, always seems to have a hand at a coin purse on his hip We see your character float along and also exit to a corner, still heading to Elma's. Was it another perspective? We see another character, someone who's used to surviving here in the, or surviving in various wilds, and his entire objective is to live, live, eat, and hunt. Respect for someone who gained that impression, seeing them. Minerva, what would someone see as they see your character stalking by? They would see a an elderly knoll padding along, looking down at this piece of paper. She currently has a green cloak pulled up around her nose. She does not like the smells down here. It is not very good. She has her fur spotted with scars and patches of silver. She's had a long life. It has been a tough life, but it has been a fulfilling life. She's uh, getting a look at this note that she was given and she's like, yeah, need more money. Sounds about right. She continues to pad along. She sees all sorts of things. She hears these things, but ultimately she has a goal and she's not paying attention to anything else. <laughs> With your goal set in mind, you continue on. Then we switch the camera over to a towering individual long, with, with long black flowing hair. Salty Jub, you too have a note in your hand. And how would someone perceive you as you walk over to Elmas? Uh, a man built what is best described as a small ogre uh, is walking down a street. This is uh, a man who's is probably human. By all means, there is no sign of anything else that it could be, except the fact that his proportions are so off in a hyper-muscular, yet rounded and softened way that he appears human at a distance, and the closer you get, he gets a bit uncanny. Um, um, a feminine face, uh, painted uh, lips, Stuff like that, uh, and a hair that fe- uh, billows not like a a set of hair would, but more like a tuft of smoke from a smokestack. Uh, he's dressed like nothing else in this city. He is wearing things like a loincloth, a pair of sandals, and uh, outrageous ornaments such as a shoulder pad with a massive grimacing face on it and a cloak from some great feline beast. And he looks at his little note that is so dwarfed within his massive mitt. And he goes like, oh, I get to see my friends again. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's true, because all of you have met before. Uh, for those who have seen your session zero, so you've helped the Elmas before. It's really with a rat problem. Uh, but that rat problem did quickly spiral into that of a uh, draconic nature. I think uh, Hart, uh, for reference back to that, which no one needs to go back and watch if you think you're missing anything, that um, <laughs> you 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 sold uh, your findings and your riches and spent it all on wine, I think you yes. wanted to say. He is actively logging. In. Hart is homeless. Hart has nowhere to live. Um... Yet he lugs around this prized possession, uh, this economical intake, a um, a six bulk barrel of wine. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> as you as you all continue on, Beetle. You seem to arrive in front of Elma's first, and you know that Elma's is a kind of mixture of an eatery and a tavern. You know, it specializes in fishes, some very weird. Some of the fishes even have multiple eyes, which seem odd, but still, regardless, you know, it is very tasty. Mm. As you as you reach there, you also notice Hart coming in as well, holding, what was it, like a giant casket of wine, or did I miss here? Yeah, exactly. It is specifically a butt worth of, uh, <laughs> of wine. Uh, uh, that is an actual measurement, everyone. And it's like, uh, it's a dwarf in size. Like, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, like a three foot massive cube uh, just filled to the brim with wine. It, it is specifically 12 golds worth of wine. I thought Jeez. you said it's a dwarf of wine, a dwarf of wine. And I was just like, it's a dwarf butt of wine. How'd you fit all that wine in that dwarf? <laughs> An entire dwarf. Has ruined me. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Uh, when Beetle sees Hart coming, he, <gasps> and he and he throws the little note in his hand, tosses his grippers up into the air over his horns, and goes, brother, and then starts. <laughs> running up towards uh, Hart's ankle and his whole body, like when he runs, his gait gets really wide and his whole middle kind of looks like a bowling ball on a seesaw. Like he's just <laughs> running the very wide gate and slaps up and then he just, and he closes his whole body around Hart's leg, the ankle <laughs> portion specifically. Beetle has squash and stretch, but in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hart uh, gets a little bit. He gets some tears in his eyes, if one would notice. And he, he leans down as this little creature, this little lizard like being, is flopping against him, like up uh, towards him. And he holds out his hands, ready to catch this little being and would lift him up if he is allowed. And he screams, Dearest brother of mine! <laughs> what? What'd you got in there? <laughs> he starts laughing a little bit. It's it's a, a butt worth of wine. <laughs> it's just, it's just, 
Beetle, Beetle looks left, looks right, looks up at Heart, kind of pu pushes his eyes up against Heart's forehead, so his eyes are, like, bugging out and, like, kind of curving in towards where Heart's eye sockets would be under his hair, and he's like, Do you say a butt? <laughs> yeah, a buttload. Yeah. Oh, that's what, wait, how much, how much, wait a minute, are you coming back to the fishery for work? Is that what you spent all your money on? Hi! He, he, he lifts up his, his, his notes like, maybe. Ah, beetle drums on his peck. <laughs> <laughs> you want to ride there, bro? Are you going there? We're, we're basically here, but heck yeah! That's two beers and I don't gotta walk! We As do our secret handshake. That. We do our secret handshake. What? <laughs> Describe your secret handshake. I absolutely will. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, you on the, spot. Uh, the handshake starts with Beetle helicoptering their tail. You can hear the bones going crack, 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 crack. And then mm -hmm. uh, uh, Heart grabs the tail does one whole uh, jump rope with it, and then uh, we dome heads, and then we high-five each other, we tickle each other's fingers. Yes, uh, woogity, woogity, woogity. Yeah, 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 woogity, woogity, woogity. We chest bump, I go flying into orbit, do a flip, come, come back down, and then heart catches, catches Beetle, yeah. Yes. As you do your incredibly <laughs> secret now in the public handshake, we now turn to Gray, who's now arriving, seeing this wonderful display. Who now enters into the into, into the scene? I am padding along. I see the two, and I am happy to see them. Uh, the smell of them helps immediately block out the fish smell because that is a lot of wine. That is a lot of fucking wine. Um, Everything smells like booze. Huh. It's, uh, it's been a hot minute. Uh, you two doing well? I am doing. I am doing. Look, looks at Beetle. Looks at Crocus. Beetle, Beetle's hands are up above his head. Lifts hand, waves. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings again, respectable elder. Uh, Please I have just call me Gray. Please. I, I have missed your presence, Elder Gray. <laughs> just Gray? <laughs> just, I'm sorry. Just, just Gray? Constant <laughs> reminders of the elderly part. Are you healthy, Grandma? Uh, uh, Are yes. you taking care of yourself? Did you yes. see your earnings from the last time we killed those rats? I've still got this painting of an adventurer on a horse! And I pull out my painting of an adventurer on a horse and I show it off. Oh, that's very nice, dear. It's very nice. <laughs> mm, yes. I, 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 I reached out and I pat Beetle's head. <laughs> you two, uh, Spit here for work? in a Roth IRA. Yeah, Beetle's uh, slit eyes saucer into discs. <laughs> As he's looking at his dog, Grandma. <laughs> so you two are here for work, yeah? Yeah. 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 All right. Well, we're missing one, if my uh, senses are correct. You should oh, be coming here soon. Yes, as you present your painting to Lane, you can spot valuable piece of artwork 
a mile away, more than likely. <laughs> and it draws you in. It's close to Alma's. And that is what you see as you enter the scene. Oh, so Talim drifts out of an alleyway. Uh, not in his normal regal stance, as though like he's kind of fixated on something. And uh, he seems to not be paying attention. He is in kind of a more unnatural posture. It seems as though like limbs are skewed, head tilted at an un unnatural angle as he examines something. Very much a pose that only the the dead and the boneless could possibly adopt. And when he looks up and realizes that uh, this is a picture that uh, Beetle is holding, he straightens his posture and adopts a more business-like meaner and looks at all of them. He's like, ah, my fortuitous friends, my companions in coin. It's so good to see you again. I assume we're here to perpetuate more profits. Lift up my little paper and I wave it around. Mm-hmm. Beetle also goes to lift up his paper, but he forgets that he threw it away and it's now somewhere halfway down the street. So he just looks at his empty palm and just grins. <laughs> Hard lifts up his paper as well. Uh, Talim will roll what appears to be a spectral coin between his fingers. And he's just like, Ah, it's always good to have those join in the pursuit of coin. I missed you guys. You look sleepy, Talib. Sleepy? No. You look sleepy. You're no, a little no, transparent no. there. You Wait. could say I'm, uh, the oh, restless points. dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm regretting, I'm regretting meeting up. I'm regretting. <laughs> Beetle climbs down and goes home. Yeah. We had a good campaign. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. <laughs> I'm so excited to see Thelma and Elma. Thelma has the cutest glasses. Reserve right on cue. The door to Elma's eatery opens. And you see you see a squat half dwarf woman appear in front of all of you with dark with darkened sunglasses a bit of cloth holding back her hair her wizened hair she's brandishing a knife as she's cleaning blood off of it where you see bits of blood also on her on her very much used apron she comes out through the <laughs> through the door looks at you all going why are you all making a bunch of racket in front of my eatery Delma! what's on the menu Fish, as always, dear. Do you get my note? Yes. Lean will, like, raise his note above the all the others. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> I got something big. We got something real interesting coming around these parts, and, I, and me and my wife's going to make a lot of money with this operation. Hope you, go, hope you all like making money as much as we do. And fish. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hart puts a hand towards his chest, like, to present himself. Looks over at Talim, like, watch this. I've learned. Uh, and uh, then looks down at Thelma and goes, I am a investor in pop <laughs> economics. Looks back at Talim with a smile, like, yeah, did I get it right? Talim does a small little clap, and he's just like, he's like, I always appreciate a uh, venture capitalist. 
<laughs> One needs to support their local businesses. <laughs> right. Uh, so the work. <laughs> yeah. I hope it has Demo to do with that boat that's flying above the city. You guys see that? It's so cool. Ah, you saw that coming by, didn't you? Yeah, I don't know what it's all about, but here's something's big. Yeah, come inside. Come inside. What's up, business inside? Away from. She looks left. She looks right down the uh, side of the eatery. She's like, we don't want any prying ears listening in. Come on. Thelma's waiting for us. And you'll see that Thelma will pitter patter inside and bring you all along. Give me a moment as I switch scenes here. Love that artwork for Thelma. <laughs> I love oh, her so much. did such a good job. <laughs> oh, She's yeah. so cute. I am very proficient at drawing old people. Is she going <laughs> to serve you a fish dish? Is she go is she going <laughs> to stab you in the gut? Who knows? Both. But she will call you Wasowski. <laughs> Wasowski. Always watching adventurers. Always watching fighters. As you guys enter inside, you see quite a lovely scene. Have you seen? You see, he's the only a, a couple patrons inside of the eatery today, but you see that its main dish, as for the adornments on the walls and such, are fish. Fish and any other various mystical meats that are commonly found in the ponds, Pilaster. All of you would kind of basically know that you probably don't get a lot of quality things here, but uh, you know that the Elmas have been quite resourceful. You see that Thalba will motion you all in and be like, come on, come on. Thalba's waiting, I'll meet you out back. As you all. As you all enter inside, you will see another, another short individual. All right, pulling up there. Here. I love Bro, same. See, an see another <laughs> individual so, appear before so, you. She's so cute. She's so cute. <laughs> see, you see another half dwarf, old, wizen lady who's wearing a bit of like a cloak blanket over her shoulder, kind of like a shawl-like thing. She's wearing beautifully adorned gloves a lovely dress uh put together with a belt her large ear earrings are paired with wizened ears a bit of a couple buns for her hair and with her in basically think of like um forgive me apparently the music's like going to <laughs> god the system's weird <laughs> You know, it's got to a whole entire explanation. It's like, yeah, I'm getting the groove, I'm getting the groove, and the music changed. What happened? <laughs> oh, no, my version. Hell version. It's what happens when you do this live and the technology breaks. <laughs> We're doing Hell it live. Everything. Wise and gray hair and a couple yeah. buns kind of put together to keep it away from her face. Think of like a, uh, think of like Spirited Away Grandma with this one. Yeah. She yeah. looks at you all. Oh, it's so good to see the, uh, now see the exterminators finally arrive. Oh, it's so good to see you all. You still have that elongated snout, don't you, doggy? And she pats Beetle. <laughs> Beetle's entire body like squishes under the pat, like just <laughs> 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 
like accordions. I have no idea how he does that. I have no <laughs> the idea. The cobalt is liquid. <laughs> She'll then come up to you, uh, come up to you, Gray, and go like, "Oh, I see Gray's in season this time of century. I keep up of with course. that coach." And she pat, pat, pat. And then uh, she'll come over and then come over to Hard and go like, oh, well, it's like, oh, I see you're still as muscular as ever. It's like, uh, I hope you've uh, been, been putting uh, some of the uh, brains to good use, though. She'll pat you, you know. I am like, oh, work- your heart. I, I, I am trying to work out my brain, yes. Ha-ha. He's an investor now. Thank, thank you for the, <clears throat> for the compliment. Ha-ha, ha-ha. Mm, mm. Nervously looks away, sweating. <laughs> Or she'll go to Talim, and she'll look at Talim and the rest of you, and be like, I, I assume you're here for payments. I see your financial advisor did help with the last job. Seem to be back for more. Of course. Yes. Looks- I'm living my best death. Good, good. Uh, now, but please explain to them, so I need to go ahead and get them all, and uh, maybe some beverages. What would you all like? Fish! That's not a beverage. Oh. <laughs> Beetle accordion deflates. Put <laughs> a fish in a glass. <laughs> yeah, Beetle re-inflates. A fish in a glass! <laughs> Water, Eva please. will politely, like, raise a hand and decline for obvious reasons. <laughs> so she goes, Water. no, no, no. She looks at you to leave. No, no, of course, of course. But uh, what would have been your favorite drink? When you were existing. Mm. He, he, he kind of leans back for a moment and it's, he like strokes the veil covering his face. He's like that. And it's like he kind of just like dazes off for a second. He's like, that's a good question. You don't remember? The, life is a funny thing once you cross the veil. How about some juice? You like juice? You can't drink it, but you can smell it, right? Let's go with that. I'll let you smell like fish. We do have some exotic, you know, of uh, exotic brandy. I mix with various fruits from the from the sandlands. I'll get you one of those. Uh, Gray? Uh, just, like? just water, please. And hot? Um, looks at the massive barrel, looks back at her, <laughs> starts sweating a bit more. Oh, you I'll brought t- that for us, did you? Oh, that's such a lovely <laughs> girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put, puts it, puts it down in front of her. In investment in the private businesses. <laughs> he laughs oh, so wonderful. awkwardly that everyone knows that he is so much like afraid of this little old woman. She <laughs> <laughs> oh, just lost his butt. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. She coming for that butt. <laughs> she will, yeah, she will that pat. Butt. She will pat the butt of wine and look up at you hot and go, oh, thank you so very much. Yeah, I, will, let, I will bring this me. over. Let me let let me help you put it in the back. You don't need to do it. Oh, I'm so thankful. Such a strong man is gonna help me out with this. Look how kind he is, Thelma. <laughs> yeah, we'll 
Real helpful, that barrel one is. Pick, picks up the barrel and walks along with her. Could I, could I have this? Put it right there. Put, put it right there. Okay. He's, he puts it down. <laughs> could I have some of the brandy, please? Mm, no, not before we figured out. I don't like it there anymore. Could you please put it over there, please? <laughs> Okay. He keeps on putting it where, like, she wants. If she beckons him <laughs> over, he will go over and help. Okay, shove it a little bit of wood that way. She will mess with you the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, of and, course. Um, and after after she's done with you, she'll get you all your drinks and hand it on in front of you. But she'll intently slide it in front of you, Talim, and go, like, and she'll look at you and go, enjoy. And then she will pitter-patter away as Thelma <laughs> Hard comes looks up at to all of you. Very small glass. That he has traded away. She, she has provided, <laughs> provided Gray with water, Talim with that exotic brandy, uh, Beetle with a fish in a tankard, and Heart uh, with just some water. Beetle elbows Heart and goes, nice investing! <laughs> Thanks, seems bro! To be, yeah, he seems to be genuine. He seems to think that you've actually done something strategic here. He has not picked up on the fact that you did not mean to give away your butt at all. <laughs> yes, that was very generous of you. Well, I mean, life is hard in the ponds, Palaster, so... <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my own... <laughs> That was my my one investment. I have no more money. Ah. Oh. Not that uh, I I I don't I think I have a grasp on how money works now. So are are Helma and Thelma like kind of distracted while they're like they're they're doing stuff? Uh or... Helma Helma has now left. She she's now okay. going back to go deal with some things and some customers. Uh Thelma will motion you all over. Gotta come into a back room. Yeah, take your oh. treats. Oh. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, yeah, Tilly will like like motion to Hart and like point at the brandy glass. And he's like, you, you you can have it. <laughs> <laughs> Looks at him like, bro, seriously? And Tilly just he just takes a hand. He just passes it through the glass. He's just like, mm. Mm. true that though. Here. Uh, he uh, he takes the brandy glass and then he puts the water glass down for Talim without thinking about it. <laughs> One day he'll understand Talim. Talim, One day. do me a favor. Yes. Roll, roll me, uh, this might seem like a weird check, but roll me an acrobatics check as you pass your drink over. Okay. Uh, wait, hold on. There it goes. Okay, acrobatics. And oh wait, I need that window open. There we go. I had the wrong window open. Okay. So many windows. 20. And I As rolled you. a fourteen for a total of twenty. Dang. Awesome. As you begin to pass the glass over, you see that it kind of like drifts a little bit, but you notice something odd. You notice something that normally is you because you are a ghost. If you try to enjoy drinks or something like that, it will just pass right through you. This one, like you kind of spilt just a tiny little bit on you and you notice it stops on your hand. And as it drips off to the side, as you pass it to heart. Clem just kind of oh. like sits there and like looks at it and like lets it run down his fingers. And like doesn't mention it to anybody else, but he's just like, that's 
not supposed to happen. Like, he's muttering, he's like, that's not supposed to happen. Mm, you say something? Uh, no, no, no. no. Let, let, let's continue on with business. Yeah, yeah come hey. on, brother. We're, we're gonna go hey. and sit in the room. Backwards. Beetle shoves the fish in his mouth and leaves the tankard behind. It kind of clatters over <laughs> onto his side as he jumps off the <laughs> stool and, and runs towards the back rooms, going <laughs> on the fish. <laughs> as you Ooh. gobble it down Swallow. and head inside, you'll you'll find yourself kind of more like a as you enter. It's a very different contrast of like like very cozy eatery tavern type area to poker night into this back room you see that like you see like it's still a hint of smoke in the ceiling and just random things of cards and the scattered chips on this table and she invites you all to sit down like yeah don't worry about the chips it was game night last night just uh just take a sit down i got a got a proposition for you all right takes a seat yep. sits on the floor pulls a beetle into lap Slim <laughs> <Sleem> just <laughs> hovers he just he just hovers. <laughs> Stop it. Night. It's good to good to have you back. We have uh we have an opportunity here to make some good money, but we're gonna need some uh need some need some nifty folks to kinda help us out with this plan. So you've noticed that there's some murmurings going on about the big ship that just arrived, right? Yeah, yes, it's so an cool. Airship. Yeah, it's probably not of those. Not a lot of it's those get seen. It's Go probably ahead. not a ship. Ah! Ship, ships can ships go in the water. I mean, what's really that different between the air or water? Right? Am I right? I mean, you ingest both. What? I, do you, when it do you, comes do you eat to magic, things can oftentimes work differently. Hot saying that the boat is a wizard more than it's likely there was wizardry involved mm. a boat is owned by a wizard anyway <gasps> what about it yeah, well, godless though godless though that shit's got a lot of people talking especially especially us and one of the things we got a bit of a hint that a little little something's gonna be going on soon before he gets announced to the city and I think we can get capitalized by starting early on it Gonna have a parade. Uh, uh, Apparently, there's a big shot. Advantage. Apparently, there's a big shot inside of that ship, and all over in Queens, they're gonna they're gonna hold a parade over there or something, kind of like a welcome to the city thing. Hmm. So we're gonna make a floating ship too? Nah, nah, nah. Here's the thing: there's gonna be a lot of people in there. There's a lot uh, of people, and, and so you know, you'll know. um what Queens would be as another section of the city. Probably more layman's terms of what it's actually called. Do you, you see that uh you see a lot of people gonna be there. And you know we do specialize in food goods food goods and I think it'd be really good of us to get a cot going, get a nice little <gasps> food cot going, and sell a whole bunch of fishes, sell a whole bunch of little bits of bobs as well. You in? Mm. <gasps> Oh yeah, dude, I love food. I love food. Food is great. Fish cop, we can put the fishes on sticks. This is going to be the least violent way we've made money in a while. That'll be nice. Fish sticks. True. We, we might not even have to kill someone. 
You put the fish on a stick, you can sell it, they can carry it by the stick and eat it off the stick! Actually, when you say that, Beetle, ah. I might know a few ways to prepare a few fish dishes. Easily transportable, mm. cheap to make. Yes. Beetle looks at Thelma with the widest eyes and the widest open mouth, like thumbing at Talib. Can you hear this guy right now? I can I can make one of the one of the very cheap and uh, easy to make on the go breads from my from my home region and we can put the fish in it. Yeah, yeah, I like how you think, but uh you know, this sounds really good, but the issue is that we're really low on product. Yeah, we really oh, need a lot more uh we need oh. something that's more pizzazz. You know, we we got we got fish, but we need something that's more it's more bang for the buck. We need we need things that kind of really wow the crowd, you know? So ah, we need you. grab their attention. Yeah, yeah. So what do you have in mind? That's the thing. It's really hard to kind of find some good spots around here. As uh, some of the hiding spots, you know, the uh, me, me and the me and Helma, we we're not good for hunting. We're good for running things, not hunting. So we need you to. Need to kind of look around and try to try to find something, you know. Try try to try to find some uh, really interesting items to cook around. Any ideas you got? I'm we're all for it. And for your payment, thing that's so important to go with, we'll pay you seventy gold each. Seventy gold each for doing this job for us, getting it ready and running the cot. What do you say? In for context, as uh, gold in various fantasy worlds are different. Gold in the ponds, blaster, and even in the outside, it's a lot of money. You don't see a lot of people just carrying gold. It's mostly going to be in silver or copper. Well, yeah, the entire of the Pathfinder system is like, gold? What are you, rich? <laughs> Beetle pog yeah. champs? Hopefully, in the future. No. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, may or may not be character ghost? No. Rich? Yes, please. No. Uh, Talim, well, he has uh, one of his spectral coins and he has it between his index finger and his thumb and he's like rubbing it between his fingers and uh, as he leans over the rest of the party like sitting down it's like, well, Madam Thelma it just so happens that you've come across you've come across acquisition specialists I'm sure we can get the job done Is, Is that what we're calling ourselves? Yeah <laughs> like to leave like looks over at Gray, just like kind of winks. It's just like, <laughs> I mean, we are very good at finding things. Yeah. Good. Yeah. He's like, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Hey, uh, let's get a couple more drinks. You know. It's like, hey, hey, Vina, Vina, get over here. And you'll see that uh, a small little Yasoki. Rat folk dressed up in a dressed up in a barmaid's dress, carrying carrying a bucket, carrying a bucket bucket and a uh, sort of like a sponge. You're know, seeing that she seems to have been cleaning before she came in. He comes over and goes, uh, uh, "Yeah, yes. Um, what what can I get you, Thelma? Oh, she's so hey, cute. Gotta, get get a couple get a couple of ales around. You know, let's try to make our new associates here. You know, business associates. She winks. You know, the little little lightened up before uh, they get get to work. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm. He's like, I'll do so. I'll, I'll be right back. 
and you'll see that she will exit real quick. And, uh... <laughs> and, uh, for, described, for description of people just listening, you think of a uh, cute little mouse rat folk person, kind of in the barmaid's dress, mouse tail, everything else, as she kind of pitter-patters away. Mm. Going to get drinks. She will quickly return and have in hand everybody's stuff as she kind of waits by the table. Um waits by the table patiently in case ordered to do anything else. And Thelma will look at you all and go, Aye, well, seems like you got a good cooking ideas, but uh you got any ideas where we can get some product? Because we don't really got a lot of variants here at the eatery. Um <laughs> I'm trying to Stairs over the table towards Gray. Yes, I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, 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 Hart, Hart opens his peepers a little bit. You can see him through through his through his hair. Terrifying. God. Could Put I use Terrifying. my society skill? to uh, think of some things that would be acquire acquirable within the local area um, that would possibly fit the bill of like what we might be looking for. Sure. So if you're wanting to kind of look inside your character's memory of mind, if um, all of you can kind of do this for me, you can think of society if you're like, hey, where's my like a marketplace maybe, or maybe someone sells some things here and there, maybe you could try to find a way to get some money and try to buy the stuff or survival. If you're thinking of like what around here in the ponds, Palaster would really, where would I look for this? Yeah. Type of where would I find things to hunt? Uh, like where would creatures lay? And so, so if you guys want to roll me those checks, yes, um, I would like to do that. For survival. Everyone can, if you can, if you're trained in it, uh, uh, can I, can I roll cooking lore? Uh, cooking or might not be best for like, probably we give you the same information kind of like what society would be to like where to find some stuff or maybe inklings of information where things come from, but where yeah, to find but them. Yeah, hard is an educated. You yeah, go ahead and roll me cooking. Go ahead and roll me cooking. Nice. I'll, I'll give you information related to it. Nice. So I rolled a. Oh God. Uh, I got a 25 on my uh, roll for awesome. society. Go ahead, Gray, and roll me. All right. I'm going to roll can. for survival. Oh, I rolled a 13 total. That's great. <laughs> I got a 20 on cooking lore. And I rolled a 23 on survival. Beetle is specifically thinking of places that he's seen things that are edible with many legs, maybe an outer hard shell, uh, specifically of the insect type. He's like, oh, where, yeah. where, have I, where have I seen some big juicy grubbers? That's specifically where his head is at. Beetle is actually the only local in the group, right? Yeah, I think I so. Think so. I think, so yeah, as I think you, so. As you guys uh, all kind of ponder around or so, for those of you who got to, uh, like for the society and cooking, you know there are there are market areas and so in the city of Outset. And yeah. in the Ponds Blast, you probably think that there's various places, but they probably sell mostly like easy to capture stuff or whatever various hunters may go around and find and sell to them. Uh, you probably don't think it's like something that's going to really wow people. Finding exotic things seem to be 
very difficult for a lot of those markets to grab a hold to and would be very expensive. But you know, getting them mm. fresh would be really, really good, really, really good option and cheaper. So you don't have to raise a bunch of money and hopefully get it for a good price. Okay. For Beetle and Gray, you both with your checks uh, for mostly Beetle, because you've been resident here in the Ponds last for a while, you know that there are hunters that go around and basically try to find this type of stuff. They know really, really good spots here in the Ponds Palaster. They know where uh, various, like, maybe bat-like creatures hang in and where the people, they cook them and skin them alive and such, or various other little critters all throughout this, like, tons of ruins and things like that inside the area. Where are all those little bits and bobs where they know where those critters hide? So, if you know if you found one, that would be uh, that would be where you would go. You don't know exactly where those hunting spots are, but you know that's where you probably would look. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Beetle will do the the Canadian whelp move, where they slap their <laughs> knees and look at the group. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. Oh, there's some some nooks and crannies and caves. Remember when we were going through that alleyway and a bunch of spiders came out of a bunch of holes? Now, hear me out. So, Ma Mama Beetle, Mrs. Beetle, she used to make delicious grubs that would be stuffed full of, like, bread and onion and stuff. And then they'd have the crunchy shell on the outside. We could put that on oh. sticks, too. Now, I know it sounds nasty, but it's, it's, a, it's a delicacy nearby. And, like, not even just kobolds enjoy it. And also in these same like nooks and crannies around in the depths of the of our of our of our region, there are these uh this uh, the flap flap rats, flap rats with the grippy feet, little grippers. Oh, the grippers. You mm, grippers. You kids in your terminology. What if we put a flap a rat? Is that what I call flap rat? Called grippers, but called but I like to call grippers? them flap rats because that's what they are. Flat what, if, the what if we put that on the flat bread and we call it a flat bread? Oh, <gasps> yeah. We yeah. can make leather chews out of the wings. Are you so, talking about a bat? Yeah. Yeah, flat bread. Gripper. Bat. Let's call it a bat. A potato I... tomato. No. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to C eat a bat. Considering the environment, well, I know I. We could possibly dress it up. Yeah. People wouldn't have to know that they're bats. Yeah. Now I don't know where these holes are, but that doesn't mean we can't. I mean, uh, lots of people pass me? through the tavern. We could find a hunter. Excuse me. Everyone are turns you... to face the little mouse. Yeah. <laughs> everyone turns, everyone everyone turns, just, like, at, turns at the mouse <laughs> hired killers looking down towards this innocent uh, little mouse <laughs> she seems terrified and she's shaking a little bit and she's like there's, there's, uh, there's actually a, a, a hunter here right now he's, he's currently oh. eating right now really you, you, hmm. can, you, can, you, can, you, you could go and ask him has he paid for his meal yet? Uh, he, he pays after he's done. Oh no. Do you think ah. he'll pay less if we disrupt him? You should ask for the payment oh. and then we'll go bother him. Yeah. Oh. 
Or we, we could, could be pay generous. There you go. <gasps> That's an enterprise. Beetle starts tapping move. his own dome. Pay for his meal. <laughs> That's what we call an investment. Ha <laughs> ha! Looks over at, at, at Talib. Right, right. That that that's the that's the right use of the word. Right. Salim gives like a shaky thumbs up. He's like, it's you have the spirit. <laughs> Thanks. He's gonna get that, it one day. One Beale day. Beal gotten excited in the middle of that and raised his little gripper, but everyone had continued talking over him, so he, he just raises his other gripper and self high fives. High five myself, no friends. <laughs> I reach over and I, I pat Beetle's head. Good job. Jello kobold. Oh my god, let's go talk to him! Beetle hops off of uh, Gray's lap. Oh. I'll oh, join you, my... brother. And then he, <laughs> he walks after Beetle. Oh. I look towards the. Towards towards Vina, nod. Thank you. And then I run after Beetle. <laughs> Did Vina tell us which person nope. it is yet? <laughs> no. Nope. Uh, oh, <laughs> well, Talim See. will like lean down and look at Vina and be like, could you please uh, direct us as to which one it is so my friends don't bother all the patrons? <laughs> You can see outside of the door, Hark and and and, and Bilo pointing down at someone. Are you the hunter? <laughs> Start interrogating people. Uh, Vino will look at you, Talim, and she will say, "He's a, he's the old kobold, old kobold back at the corner there. She, he, he's eating with this, with uh, I think two other ones." Uh, Talim will like nod and graciously bow to her, but I thank you very much. I'll make sure that uh, this favor will be remembered. And, and as uh, I assume as you're, you're leaving here and everyone's heading out the room to go find this hunter, right? Yeah, I'll, yes. I'll go and I'll, yeah. I'll wrangle these two and just be like, no, 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 <laughs> that one, that one. <laughs> as, you, as you're leaving, uh, Gray, you hear this. As uh, Jolie, when she goes, I hope he leaves, he leaves a good tip. <laughs> and she kind of <laughs> grabs her, grabs a cleaning rag all nervously. Oh. Yeah. So as you all uh, go back out into the eerie, you, you'll notice there's like not a lot of patrons around here. There's like a couple people just keeping to themselves of various walks of life and ancestry. Uh, but importantly, what you see is an old kobold and old kobold sitting with two two younger kobolds. Uh, but as you guys kind of look at them and begin to approach, I would like all of you to roll me a perception check. How old are we talking? I'm talking like pretty, pretty old. Like, I don't want to put a number on it, but um, say definitely pa the past their prime, past middle age at this point. Okay. I rolled a 13 for a total of 17 on perception. I rolled a 12 for a total of 17 for perception. I rolled a total of 23. I rolled 21. Nice. Oh, uh, black before, yeah. We're gonna start. I'm gonna do a favor <laughs> for chat. <laughs> I'll, I'll do a favor for chat here. I'm gonna get the rollable area uh, inside the frame so chat can see the 3D. Sorry about that. What happens when you do a live show? My bad, my bad. We're doing it live, we're doing it live. Yeah, there you go. So the dice will go behind the overlay, my bad. So as you guys, uh, as you all begin to uh, walk through, you see, you see this fellow. 
come to you. You see a wise and old cobalt. Oh my god. Wise and old cobalt with uh with with dangling threads threads of hair kind of hanging off of him along with an elongated mustache. You see that his scales have not been in his prime. He seems a bit squatly wearing a cloak and a very fancy looking uh fancy, slightly fancy for the puns, blaster shirt. Uh more like a tunic that kinda access his uh this is pants as well, and he has a cane to his side. But with all of your perception checks, all of you notice that he, he like him and his two other companions who are also kobolds are in a seem to be in an argument. Kinda hush, but not doing a really good job by being silent. You hear one of them going like uh you see the old one going, yeah, it's all both of your fault. If we didn't have to, if you bother you did your jobs correctly, we'd have gotten more money from Crocs Den. But of course, all of you decided to mess it up. We could have been richer. All thing we got now is this key, is this coin we stole. This will, this will pay for some of the escapades you don't. And of course, you'll see he'll kind of balk both of them on the head and one will go back. <laughs> As he bonks both of them. As you guys approach, he'll. And I assume uh, you guys have not made it there yet, but how would you like to approach him? Are they sitting in a booth table or are they sitting on stools? How are they sitting? Sitting in a sitting at a round table, uh, mm -hmm. all of them sitting on stools and the and the two other kobolds are kind of side up with the old one. Kind of close. They're not like spread apart. They're kind of close on one side. Beetle will start taking stools that are empty from nearby tables and pushing them up to these kobolds table. Salim <laughs> uh, will actually look over at Gray and be like, you're a hunter. Perhaps you can make a good first impression. Here's the thing about being a hunter like me. You're on your own. Socializing is hard. Uh, we need someone a little more. Ground? No. <laughs> no. We need someone a little more approachable. Friendlier. Looks down at Beetle. Beetle climbs up into one of the stools that he pushed Selene up to the table. Takes a it takes it takes a sharp breath, even though he very much does not need to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, you got this. Thumbs up. Well, no one else moved and joined Beetle at the that's table. That's it. So, we're, we're just watching. No, oh no, my uh, god, Beetle. So Beetle pushes up enough seats for everyone else, and then is the <laughs> only one who sits at the table with these other couples. Well, Talim will stay floating next to uh, next to Hart, and he is flipping a flipping the coin between his fingers, uh, trying not to look menacing, looking trying to look very uh, what is it am amicable. Mm. Hart wishes to stand behind, uh, behind Beetle right, as to, okay, is there no, stuff going no. on? No, no, you're, you're uh, I interrupt you. My bad. Keep going. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Hart will stand behind Beetle as to give off the aura that I work for this small kobold. <laughs> Gray will come along the side onto the, uh, just, just to the off the side. We'll, we'll sit down at the table if it's okay and is given the a-okay to do so. As you all, as you all approach, you see this wise and cobalt will look down and look at all of you going like, you know, there's plenty of other tables, right? 
would it be okay if, if we if we came over to, to talk to you a little bit? Also, hey, that looks really good. You why are you here? And then he's gonna pull out his coin purse and he's gonna he's gonna dunk out some some coins onto the table. Here, why don't you let me maybe let me cover that for you and, and for you guys? Big Mac, Big Mac. And then he's gonna start pushing the coins over between the three kobolds. Gotta respect you, uh, your elders in the professions, you know. Gotta respect your elders in the professions, which is what I was hoping we could pick your horns about. You, uh, you see Yolan left around, he's kind of listening to the two to his sides, and one of them goes like, What's the ugly one here? That one's nose looks kind of weird. And like, that one, like, that was, uh, it's like stout like ours, or it was stout like. Is it one of the other ones? <laughs> they look at you weird. And uh, give a look down at the coin. How? What coins do you put down on the table, Beetle? I I put down, let's say, six silver coins. <laughs> six silver. Okay. Yeah. Here, so two, uh, two here, in front of each. Everyone else who uh, does not know Draconic will only hear like, you know. That's what you'll hear. So I'll kind of go around the table, kind of give people interaction stuff. Uh, as this is kind of you socializing with the NPC, uh, I do want to remember the cool thing with Pathfinder 2nd Edition, or a thing that I at least encourage, um, one of the things that happens a lot, especially like Medina, that you have to have a face of the party who's like, I have high diplomacy and stuff. I'm the only one who's going to talk. Everyone can contribute in a way. Your skills don't limit you as much as you may think. Um, if you have knowledge in something, like say for example, for like survival or nature or maybe crafting, like determine a thing of an item or da da da, that you can, if you use that knowledge and you role play through it, you can use that as a role instead, instead of just always diplomacy, diplomacy, deception, deception, intimidation, intimidation. Yeah. Feel free to be inventive with that and use your skills a bit more broadly. So uh, you are always try to keep that in mind. Correct me if I'm wrong, Soren, but you are also a fan of um, generally presenting uh, attributes for different things sometimes, right? Yeah, like so something that helps in improve the roleplay aspect of it. I'm okay with your skills being a little bit more flexible. So yeah. as, as you all kind of approach, um, allow, allow a Talim, Talim Max, did you want to say anything to the... Because uh, you see the cobbles looking at the coins going, yeah, yeah, back, back. So, um, Tilly will be standing next to Hart and, uh, behind Beetle and will, like, motion to Beetle. It's like, our associate here is looking to maybe strike up a bit of business. And we're hoping to find people with specialized skills that may want to join us on a potentially profitable, and he, uh, emphasized it venture you see we're possessed of various skills and uh i will roll for thievery to the coin that talim is rolling through his fingers to palm it and um uh make it you know like vanish and then like bring it back yeah. out again <laughs> and um but we need those with specialized knowledge who are enterprising individuals themselves Sure, go ahead and roll me uh, three for that. I'll allow that. Okay. It's a, I've rolled a total of a 13. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. As you do so, you see you see that uh, the kobold's kind of like, ah, he kind of gives you a little half, you half see with the hand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 
It's, it's, it's very, it's very casual palming. <laughs> very, very, very yeah. lazy. Very, you know, like very casual, you know, just, uh, you know, a little slight display. Not my best. Uh, you reply going like, wow, I do like money. And well, if you're going to pay for my meal, it's going to help with my sour mood. So thank you sour for mood. that. Hey, hey. It's like, uh, hey, tip and pip. Get it. Tap, tap. And you'll see that he'll clap at him, and you'll see uh, you'll see the two little ones just scoop up the silver that you put down. <laughs> so minus that amount of silver from your inventory, mm-hmm. they go. Yeah. You know, it's like, I already took it out. Uh, that'll, pay, that'll get us that'll get us enough food for the bot. Thanks. You're sour so moon. welcome. What uh? What happened? What's got you so sour? Ah, nothing. That's a couple business arrangements kind of fell through the hoop. I, you know, you, you know how it goes. Yeah, mm. yeah, boys, yeah. Get back, 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 back. Oh. Anything? <laughs> nah, Go ahead. nah, nah, never mind. <laughs> uh, Lima lean back, he's like, ah, the halls of business are filled with many daggers. Yeah. And? <laughs> 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 You never know who's going to cut your purse strings or potentially stab you in the back. So it's understandable to be in a sour mood. But you don't have to worry about us doing that. See, we're we're just here to ask about. Uh, see, we're we're actually we're interested in possibly uh, researching the flora, the fauna, the fucka of the the deeper regions ah. of our of our home. The you know the caves full of the you know the grippers. And uh, the nippers and the creepy crawlies. Uh, We're looking for locations. Now now we know Uh, that you are apparently a hunter, so I was wondering if I could maybe uh, find out a good uh, information on a good spot that we might go to 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 study these things. uh, Don't worry, we're we're not hunting competition or anything like that. Well, the issue is that if I give you one of my spots, it's. uh, No, no, no! We're researchers. We're not competition. Mm. Roll me a diplomacy. Oh, actually, no, you're lying. So a deception. I am. I, I am full of lies. The <laughs> sits upon a stool in a throne of lies. <laughs> All right, let me roll. Here we go. That's going to be a 15. <laughs> you see, he'll, uh, he'll, he'll lean back a bit. And uh, he'll go, ah, well, you see, even if, even if I let you, you know, try to try to get one of my hunting spots, it's, uh, it could be less for me. You know, those are my spots. Did it, did it say that in the common tongue? Common tongue, so everyone can okay. understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, heart heart uh, points at this elder and then, like, nods semi-bows a very small amount but still you know it, he's an elder as well which is you know scary um old people and magic and stuff um <laughs> uh, with all due respect um we are looking for the things that are in your hunting ground but hear me out is there a place where you usually wouldn't go because it's usually maybe too dangerous for a hunting party. Or if you if you're aware of uh maybe you have a competitor 
here in the business. Maybe you know where their hole is, and then hmm. we can go in there and study their, their quarry. Yeah, Something that ventures more on the side of exotic, you yeah. know? Taste mm. special. A true showpiece. Mm. Mm. To study. And also, you well, can you can you can probably claim that you have you know hunted down the thing. If anything, we're not the ones to you know <laughs> uh, neglect it. If you want to be in on it. Uh, but uh, in on our studies, we're not taking any any of your hunt. We're not taking any of your hunt. Beetle, uh, Beetle fucking see. puts up a little <laughs> little clapper and fucking kicks heart in the thigh. <laughs> Bro, what? <laughs> You'll see he'll kind of lean back a bit and go, uh, go ahead. Uh, I'll go ahead and roll me uh, diplomacy as you're trying to, trying to, after this, you're trying to, trying to, trying to, like, hey, hey, we're just, boy. we're cool, we're cool. We're cool, we're Those cool. We're cool, bro. Hello, That's fellow 11. hunters. Yeah. You'll see, you'll see this, uh, this cobalt. I got a well. six in total. Uh, Anybody else want to roll? And... Diplomacy, not my strong suit. I do straightforward dealings. How about how about this? I could just like pay you for the spot for a second. Ah, if pay that's me, cool. Huh? Yeah. Mm, I like the sound of that. Let's you know, cut the diplomacy rolls. You uh, you find that you're not making a lot of leeway. He's very looks like no, nah, I'm not taking that stuff. <laughs> He's like, yeah, whatever. I know how this game works. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Well, if you wanna, you see, with hunting spots and stuff, you're gonna have to, you know. Uh, you see, if you know the spots, that means I lose out of money. You might drive them all out. You know, the spot might become even popular, sad, so, yeah. So how about this? A hundred gold could get you a lot of money knowing a spot. But I think I know a good one, right, boys? <laughs> and you'll see the, the like both of his uh, kobold, kobold companions. Like, oh, <laughs> Beetle's gonna adjust his bow tie and say, "If your spot was worth a hundred gold, I don't think you'd be eating down here, sir." <laughs> Roll me diplomacy <laughs> for sass. Yeah. <laughs> Beetle gets punched in the fucking face. <laughs> Remember that you have a hero point. Oh, I want to use it. I want to use my hero point. I'm Here's rolling. hero point. Hero yeah. points. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, come on. Hero come on, point come on. for sass. Oh, come on, come on, come on, sass. Come on, sass. Fuck Not me, much. 17. <laughs> <laughs> As uh, he looks to you and he's like, ah, oh, what, you don't think this is a good place? You know? You don't think is this it? place is fine? I mean, you don't know how much I earn or so. You don't know how much is in my own what coin was that? purse, were... anyway. This place You're seems kind of nice pants. to me. You call this Beatles terrible? Neither are you. Neither are you. Points to you. I don't got a hundred gold, so I know you don't got a hundred gold. Um. No, I heard up. a little. I heard a little bickering earlier. Something about a a den and how you you didn't quite get as much as you wanted. So I think you'll take whatever you can get. You look side to side at companion. Ah, there's, there's nothing I said about that. Um, My ears don't fail me very often. So, what it's do you like, say? Like, it's just hearsay. You know, like, and? Mm, I was out, uh... 
uh, have any leverage on them? Anything you're gonna? How about how about a like, gold each? You know that for each of you. Did did all of us hear them bickering about it, or yeah, all of you heard it. All of you heard okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Could I roll underworld lore or stuff about Croxton? Absolutely. Uh, Great. Do you still want to give up two whole gold pieces? Yeah. Like if they're gonna keep bitching and, and <laughs> trying to fight they've, us, they've already consumed six silver pieces. As a reminder. I mean, I still have my gold from when we uh, did our own thing. Kobolds are slimy little liars. Oh. I would know. <laughs> All, right. All, right. All right. I, I got a just just a tin on the uh, the roll for uh, underworld lore for Croxton. Mm. Okay, so you slide over. You slide over the two gold gray. He's like, he's like, ah, yeah. Like, like, look, uh, we know nothing about anything about about Croxton. You know, like it's just some some seedy looking den somewhere. You know. <laughs> Uh, but even with your 10, though, surface knowledge, you know, Talia, that Crox is um, it's kind of owned by it's owned by a gang. Uh, you don't quite know with your chicken on might not, not don't know much about the gang itself. But you do know that Crox is sort of like a kind of like an underground casino. Area. You know, it's not illegal here, but you do know that it's kind of kept off to a little bit to the side. You know, where a bunch of people kind of go to and fro to gamble their money away. Is it the diamond in the rough kind of place, or is it super seedy? Kind of, it's a little, little more seedy. Okay. Uh, do we know? Uh, do no? Was I able to with that Lord know like which gang runs it, or you do not know? Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, so damn. minus two gold. Does, minus two gold. It doesn't give we'll me any knowledge we'll to work take with. Take the money. Yeah. We'll just take the money. Like, well, you'll know from from the checks that it is owned by a gang and stuff like that. You know, gangs involved. You don't know which gang it is, but you know about the din stuff. But he'll take yeah. the two gold. Like, yeah, yeah, thanks. <laughs> awesome. So let's see. I'd like to remove yeah. hundred gold. Still my price. Hundred gold. Wow. Still my price to know all about the uh, the hunting spot. Well, I hope the well, money we've given you helps, helps you out. Yeah, helps you out. Uh, I guess we'll wait until the next hunters come in and then pick their brains. And then cool. when, when our research is super successful and we publish our, our papers to the great Mages Guild of Flum Zergenberg, uh, then we will pay them for their help and not you. Mm-hmm. You want to roll me intimidation check for that? <laughs> Beatles adjusting <laughs> can his, his book. Can I... Can I aid Beetle in that by putting sure my hand can. out and staring down at these guys? Could I also aid Beetle in it by looming and being a freaking ghost? I would love that because my intimidation <laughs> fucking sucks. I'm just a little guy. So how I would this? also all like to your... intimidate. Yeah, all of you <laughs> roll the intimidation. Because you are all aiding all together. So we'll, we'll kind of bring in some of the bonuses there with the aid stuff from Pathfinder 2nd Edition. I, I rolled a... Uh, a total. I got a total of fifteen, and I got a total of fourteen. You'll you'll see you'll see the cobalt kind of shrink down a little bit. Go, ah, look, 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 I don't want any trouble. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, look, 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 look. Okay, we'll. Uh, how's Ted Gold sound? Okay, we we don't we don't need any papers. You just keep it hush hush. Okay, because I still need to use that spot. You know, yeah, yeah. Some good stu- you ah, already, I mean, stuff's in there. You already took two gold from me. Yeah. Clap ah. his hands together and like 
his eye, his glowing eyes will smile. He's like, eight gold sounds like a wonderful deal. Eight gold, then. Of course, he will uh, go, he'll send it to his two companions. And they'll all scramble and get a bit of parchment. And they will begin to dot down a little, little vague map or so as to where to go in uh, the kobold, in which from from some explained, you'll learn that his name is Gippuk, and he will uh, basically explain things like, ah, you gotta go to one of the sewer maps near the sinkhole. You know where the sinkhole is? We're yeah. unfortunately familiar with it. We're very familiar. <laughs> the more detail you give us, the better. Like, and uh, for the audience, the sinkhole is where in the city of Outset there are various pilasters, pretty much big pillars or tower-like structures that line throughout the city, but in the ponds pilaster, there is not one. There is nothing but a ginormous hole in the in the middle of the section of that city, and that's where the ponds pilaster would have stood, but it's now lovingly referred to as the sinkhole. And he points over and saying, you had to go down this area. There's a bit of a rickety path inside. It'll get you inside one of the sewer entrances. Ah, did you see morsels in there? Scanning it out myself. Hmm. All right. You're you're phasing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Talib, you you good? (laughs) (laughs) He does that sometimes. It's when he gets anxious. It's when he gets too stressed out. He's anxious. He wants to. He wants to get going. It's a ghost thing. You wouldn't understand. He can sense when. uh, He can sense when you're lying. So you better not be lying. I just like a good business deal. Is all. Beetle screeches out of his seat, like just pushes the chair along the floor so it, it screams and then hops off of it. Okay, let's go. Uh, All right, who's paying him? All right, well, I already gave him two. I have no money. Beetle's leaving. Talim! <laughs> Beetle's not going to pay them. Beetle's leaving. Huh? That's it? <laughs> they left you with the bill. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to pay them. You can just leave and see what happens. But that's uh, that's not see Beetle saying has that. his little pot, little grippers out, going like, ah, "Where's my gold?" <laughs> so, Harley, you get for him. He still has the map on his side of the table, and he has his hands yeah. out, like, "Where's Beetle's?" Beetle's. As Beetle gets up to leave, Talim will look around, like. <clears throat> <laughs> I believe we can fairly split this. Beetle. Oh. This beetle turning around and coming back. <laughs> so Dalim will fish around in his coin purse and pull out four gold. And, it get, and they are very spectral coins. Um, and he has to hold them in his hand for a minute. And uh, he hold his, holds his hand over the table. And... Uh, after about uh what is it like five minutes a minute i forget what it is uh essentially they become corporeal again and fall through his hand onto the table they're just staring at you for five minutes going is it gonna <laughs> drop yet or like you know, it's, <laughs> it's just like it takes a moment during those, okay 
during the five minute part is going like, I'm sorry that I can't do this. You, you guys can take the gold out of my pay later. Vito <laughs> pulls out a dented silver bowl. Uh, it was previously filled with what he thinks is water. And though he's not sure the worth of it, he knows for sure that it is silver. And he puts it down on the table and he goes, there you go, that's worth four gold. All right, all right. Good transaction, everybody. He'll scoop it all in. <laughs> I'm gonna and grab that map. He will. He will hastily. He will hastily kind of gather his things and begin to leave the tavern with his companions in tow. Did he give us the map? <laughs> I he left it. the map on okay. the table. All right. Beetle starts giggling. That bull's not worth four gold. <laughs> Holds up a and hand to receive a high five. Yeah, high fives heart. <laughs> with that, right, Gippik is gone, with, along with his companions. And with that, you now have a vague map of where to go. What do you do? I'm, I'm, I'm leaving silver for a tip for Vina. <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm leaving three silver. Oh shh. Beetle watches you do this and then takes out his painting of an adventurer on a horse and leaves that too. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the moment when we realize that uh, the person on this uh, painting is actually like, a, this is a lost piece of art that yeah. was uh, foregone for many eons. And now uh, this uh, one little mouse has <laughs> yeah. one of Yeah. It's like, this is going into the family investment fund. Yeah, the painting is worth two gold pieces. FYI, there you go. Bang. Oh, bang. I like how Chad is just like, this is a quest item and cannot be removed from your inventory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cleaning my inventory. You have no idea how many weird, obscure treasure pieces I'm carrying. Like, I'm just, I'm getting rid of them all right now. <laughs> right. Because the throwaway the so, painting reappears in fanny so pack. Are you, are you sure you want to delete painting of an adventurer on a horse? <laughs> yes. Uh, froggy. Soren yeah. did mention that when you obtain this, that if the right, like, collector is found, it's worth more. Oh, well, it's Venus now. Yeah, it's Venus now. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, uh, what do you guys do now? Now you've left uh, a tip for Vina. To the sick call. Get a look at this map and on our way. So do we know the timeline that we are working in? Um, for uh, about what we want to set up the um, everything and like that. You mean like, like what time uh, of day it is? And no, like uh, like timeline. Like how many days do we have to go out and acquire these things that we need? Uh, from details, you can you can go ask uh, Thelma about it. Mm. I was right. actually going to ask uh, the Elmas uh, about uh, if we can borrow like a push wagon, like a large wheelbarrow. Oh. Uh, because like to, uh, we don't we don't know how much stuff we will get. Yeah. To mm. to summarize for those details before you all leave, you'll know that you have a good while. Uh, you have a good while. You think there's going to be like several weeks, several weeks minimum until this parade is even put together. You know that. It, you know, the parts of the uh, city of Outset is abuzz with activity trying to prepare for this thing. So, you know, you have you have some time. You have some time to gather things and go through stuff. So you you feel you could be a little little leisurely with your time, getting all your stuff together. Mm. Okay. Mm. Cool, cool, cool. 
uh, one of my one of my eight adoptive dads once said that you should take your time and plan ahead for the course. How many dads? I, eight. I was raised by eight dudes because my dad left me among eight dudes. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So which dad did you come out of? I don't know. <laughs> Not one of those. Who had you? The big dad. Who I'm, I, I, they I'm, weren't I'm, all big? No, no. They were like dudes. Like, you know, like you and me. Like people. My 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 big dad left me amongst amongst my eight other dads. So the tallest dad sat on the egg. I think so. Beetle. Beetle. <laughs> Beetle there was no egg. <laughs> Beetle looks confused. Heart <laughs> is not a kobold. There was no egg. Beetle looks more confused. Beetle, I actually don't know if there was an egg. Beetle looks at heart. Beetle looks at Gray. Points. You guys pulling my tail right now. I would appreciate it. You would have done this. <laughs> <laughs> you, I've got this this old map actually still here in my pocket uh, of a strange looking dungeon. Can I see that that map to see if they're at all related? I honestly, I don't even know what to do with this piece of paper. Maybe we can find the piece of paper and it's all smudged. Yeah, it's just bullshit. It's like yeah. just logograms and fucking cave scrawlings. <laughs> I'm like, it makes it's no a map. sense anymore. <laughs> Feels so like with that, maybe in our free time we could visit a cartographer. Never mind. <laughs> so with that, um, what would you guys like to do? Where do you guys like to go? To the Elmas. Ask for a push cart. Yes. Yeah, it's a can good we, idea. Can, can, can we push borrow cart. a push cart for like a for like a for like a week? Push cart. That's it. <laughs> But you'll you'll see the Helma will come up to you and go, "What are you asking for, dear? A push so cart? We yes. like we have a lead on where to acquire something more exotic. Yeah, mm. we'll need something to carry those things around with. Yeah, you know, in case it's you know big, and uh, Hart holds out his arm like you know big. <laughs> um, yeah, well, we do have a uh, a pool wagon. Uh, that you can take. Uh, it's in the back. Ah, we can't use that. That's pulled. <laughs> but you can also push it if you're smart enough. I know you are hot. You still tap your arm. <laughs> so just like he just he just puts his head. He just puts his head in his hands. He's just like oh. <laughs> watches Talim's head go through his hands. <laughs> no, my head is incorporeal. It doesn't it doesn't go through my own hands? Let me have this joke. <laughs> It's my bit. I Don't take so me. hard, my hand passes through my own head. <laughs> you, you got pouches, like bags and stuff, like a potato, like a man-sized bag, if anything. Like you'll see, she'll um, she hand you guys some uh, some bags and such that kind of help yeah. out things. Like, be sure to bring those back. Hmm. I look at all of uh, everyone else. It's like, would we prefer to set out now? I want to follow my dad's teachings and uh, prepare. I just don't know how. <laughs> well, I suppose what we could do is we could leave the bags and cart here for now. We could go scout the area. 
see if we do find any leads and if we do then come back retrieve said bags and cart and then make a venture deeper in this is a Dep good idea let's get a depends, sample depends on if the thing we are looking for is you know you know what i'll carry it and he takes like a potato sack bag or something like a big Heart. old bag <laughs> Right now, we're just going to check it out to see if there is anything and we're not just having our tails pulled. Yeah, but I don't know if, you know, maybe we will find something nice. All right, all right. It's up to you. Is this man-sized? He looks at uh, Thelma. Yes. Nice. <laughs> it's perfect for bodies. <laughs> Great! He nods and agrees. Talene will like look will look at the bag, look back, Thelma, it's just like she's right, you know. Yeah, it is. That's why I asked for a man such bag. I guess we could go take a look, see then. Touches grippers together, sinkhole. Sinkhole. Right. To the sinkhole. Yeah. To the sinkhole! As well gather your bits and bobs and various containers that the Almas give you. You all begin to head towards the sinkhole. And with that, let's go ahead and take our first break. <gasps> break time. Break time. We will break be time. right back, everybody. We follow the kobolds down into the alleyway, shake <laughs> them, we shiv them repeatedly with our letter openers, and we take Beetle, no! That we paid Exactly. No, 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 no. See, see, After. no. See, see, Froggy is right. This is the, Put the this dark is the in the dark fantasy. Guys, they can hear us again. Wait. What? Yeah. What? What? Um, uh, don't, don't look hard. Don't look. Oh, hey, guys. Welcome <laughs> back to Rat Dudes. After yeah. that murderous tendency, what they all remind everybody in your character sheets, make sure you're fully healed and get your spell slots, focus points, all that, by the way. Mm. Uh, yeah. Make sure you're healed up. Oh, shit. Uh, so. I finally guys... remembered what the different icons on the character sheets mean. Good. <laughs> After leaving Elma's, where it previously has been happening, you guys have head over to Elma's looking for a job, and the Elma's have proposed to you uh, to kind of get materials like fish, like, you know, you know food stuff, knickknacks, anything you can find to help sell at the cart for an upcoming welcoming parade that is going to be happening here in the city of Outset because they think they can make lots of money. After mm. looking around again, suggestion from Vina, the Ratfold waitress, that there was a hunter who might know a good place. After some intense negotiations with that kobold, you found the spot is one of his hunting spots. You have made your way through the pond splicer over to the sinkhole. Is a very perilous, pretty much giant sinkhole in the middle of the district. And as you begin to walk your way down, climbing over various rocks and coming down to a platform, you find yourself. This is just not a, this is uh, not just a typical hole, right? So I'm like the entirety of the, of this area is like it has become its own biome, right? The, only the edges have some living dwellings and, su and such around it. Uh, yeah. In the middle of the sinkhole, there isn't like a huge city or whatever, but around the edges are like little dwellings and such. 
But uh, yeah. where you where you have come down is where one of the sewer sewer bits have broken away, and water is gushing and pouring out. Now, if you can't see anything, it's probably because it's also very dark. You've kind of gotten here near the dead of night, as it's taken you a while to get here. Uh, for any of you who may have torches or anything else to kind of light the way, it would probably be a good idea to. Yeah, I have a torch. I'd love to light one up and then pass it to Hart or Gray, whoever's closest to me. That's Gray. That's Gray. Uh, just because you're taller. <laughs> so it means more if you're carrying the torch. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'll activate a torch on you. There you go. Now you can see. Now Hooray! Watch out to my inventory. Yay, shite. Nice. Nice. Right. Trying to get a look-see around. Can I, uh... Try to, I'm trying to get you some fun ambiance. We'll use this one. On who oh, my. Let's see oh, what OSHA oh. violations and delicious delicacies we can find down here. OSHA, never heard of her. <laughs> <laughs> what you Don't see worry, before you, you will. You're an investor. You see before you as you climb down is a very poorly put together bridge of various planks and bits and bobs slammed together to make a very precarious bridge heading over to the entrance of this hunting ground. You worry that you might fall at any moment. But with the <laughs> light the light that Gray is holding, what do you all do? This is why kobolds don't live very long. I is it possible for me to keep my little grippers and my little peepers peeled for traps as we're going down this very rickety fucking stairway? Absolutely. And what I will ask all of you to do is what are you doing as you're heading forward and as you're going to be exploring through the area in which for you Beatles, since you've already proposed that question go ahead and roll me a perception check this is going to be something that you're just kind of default doing as you're going around and yeah. keeping an eye out um with I that for everybody else problems. as as you're going around this area oh. you got natural 20 oh. good roll nice. nice yeah we take those we take those yeah we take, we those. take those we take those jesus Give me a moment as I mark you down, if you don't mind. Give me a moment. Big little Sherlock Holmes sits and just <laughs> and fi finds the exact pinpoint trap right there. Pulls out yeah. crossbow, shoots it. He does the thing where he holds up his hands and flips them over to make them look like glasses on his face, <laughs> and and looks directly down at the ground as he's walking. <laughs> does a part of the eyes like. Out, yeah, yeah, uh, the eyes are like, and like exploding out from between the fingers, or like bulging out. I can't believe that beetle is a, a non-Newtonian liquid. <laughs> I can. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely so then, can believe that. Yeah, Gray. Yes. As you're walking through here, like think think of it as like this: the role that I'm asking about. As you're going through this area, what are you doing? Are you like keeping an eye on things, like looking for traps, or, like listening for stuff? Are you constantly looking for like traps, maybe, or like, or like tracks, or like any signs of life, yes. or like? Yes. Uh, okay. Um, I am, sw I'm kind of like slowly swooping the uh, the torch around to like keep an eye on like all sides, while bracing myself and trying to listen for any possible skittering, or flapping. Because uh, it's dark. <laughs> it's heckin' dark. 
<laughs> With that, go ahead and roll me a survival roll for me. Mm -hmm. I rolled a 14 total. Excellent. Thank you, music, for switching <laughs> sounds. I, I have no idea what's wrong with these damn things. <laughs> Every time I'm like, okay, cool, we're gonna set up production, we're gonna do this, we do great. Why did it change? I didn't even tell it. To, <laughs> I didn't even tell it to do something else. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess it'll just be this now. Okay, I guess it's just gonna be like the music system. The music Land system. Music is taking initiative. The music ah, system being over goes, no, no, Soren, Soren, you don't get it. This is totally a Harry Potter-esque scene. <laughs> it's different. It's different. <laughs> okay, so I will now ask, Hart, what are you doing as you guys are progressing over this bridge? Uh, he's busy chanting to himself, don't look down, don't look down, don't look down. Don't look down. <laughs> he is a 320-pound man. Walking on these ledges. This is the moment, you know, in Dark Souls when your feet are standing outside of the railing, yet you are still <laughs> on it. He is like awkwardly taking steps, like <laughs> floating hitbox. <laughs> oh man, it's got nothing on the jump puzzles in 14. Yeah, he is straight up like walking, and now and then you just hear the loudest creak since it echoes out throughout the entire like hole and then if you ever look back to heart like you can just see that his hair is sleek along his body no longer flowing because it's dripping with sweat heart just puts a foot down you just hear <laughs> and he's just like oh yeah he, he, he has uh, the face of a man who has seen his death 40 times that that is the thing the brave heart is now literally like afraid of his life every step he takes so roll me a perception check please i don't want to look down i don't want to look down sore and i don't want to notice anything rolls once you look down All right, you're keeping an eye out, trying not to fall through the uh, fall through the cracks of this rickety bridge. Salim, you're floating just fine, but what are you <laughs> doing as you progress through this area? Um, sorry, I had a sour gummy in my mouth. Um, <laughs> so um, this is obviously like a bridge that's been made out of like various planks and stuff like that. So Talim seems absolutely like unbothered by it he kind of like almost um i say Wait, almost but like very much have. like like a, a theory you know ethereally like he drifts along and you would say that he was even sure-footed if it wasn't for the fact that his feet don't touch anything underneath him um and it's almost like a kind of How do I, I was trying to like word it better, but like almost like an acrobatic, like, you know, like a uh, progression down the, um, you know, down the, down this bridge. Light, light in your way. You're, you're ready to yeah. kind of bounce away. You're trying to you know, exactly. move your way over something. Yeah. So go ahead and roll me uh, an acrobatics check. Yeah. Very, very flowing. Let's go with that. 
I was trying like I was not like don't name drop, don't name drop, don't name drop. Acrobatics. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay to uh to say so, what you're doing. Like I'm trying to do an acrobatics I, thing. Yeah, I rolled a 16 for a total of 22. Excellent. On the acrobatics check. Actually, I got you written down now. All right, so with that, feel free to move forward. The ghost does and not I'll understand. I'll stop you of any interest. Chess is like the ghost does not understand the gravity of the situation. I don't understand gravity. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you, you kind of float. It's forward towards uh left. towards. Okay, yeah. So heart has, has to move forward. Yep. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. <clears throat> start scooting. That that's far enough, right? <laughs> This no, is far we enough. To keep going. Let's go. Let's go. We have to keep going. You gotta do it for your friends, Hart. You gotta do it for your friends. You gotta do it for your friends. <laughs> do it for your friends. <laughs> ah! the, wood, the wood creaks under your feet the further you go. The one part creaks the most, Hart. It's my spine. Roll me a reflex, eh? Oh, no. I definitely can do this, Hart. I wish to use my hero point. I wish to use my hero point. Roll a hero point, Hart. Those you at home rolled a nine. Oh! It is roll. My total is an eleven. By the way, everyone, I'm a, I'm playing a monk, meaning I have no bad saving throws. Yet I rolled a total of eleven. Hot. <laughs> if everyone else wants to move up a little bit, oh yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Right, Hot. You begin to walk forward a little bit. And you notice when your legs goes right through and you begin to scramble a little bit for any sort of anything to grab onto, but you successfully grab onto something. And your feet still touch a little bit of wood, wood bearing that's right underneath. You don't fall. The wood underneath caught you of how haphazardly this is put together. The randomness saved you. Bro, careful! I'm trying, bro. I'm trying so bad. Don't try, try and stay in, in one spot. Gut. That try uh. suck. Think like thoughts. Think like thoughts. Think like thoughts. Suck in your gut. <laughs> Just keep moving. If you stay in one yeah. spot, it's likely to break again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tiptoe, tiptoe. Yep, yep, yep. Go, 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 go. Yep. Uh, he gets up. He, he, he slowly climbs up, very slowly climbs up. Um, uh, as he keeps on walking forward, there's no planks next to the wall here. You can go. You can go through just fine. It, it might look haphazard for the thing. You can go through just. Fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <sighs> Continue to keep moving forward, but as you get closer, you begin to hear rushing water. And ahead of you, you see through the dead of night and past your light, water just torrenting out the side of the wall of the sinkhole. 
Oh man, smell it's just like Minecraft. Though. It's a water elevator. <laughs> <laughs> the smell, though, just assaults your senses. You don't feel you need to make a save of those of you in the living realm to take in the smell, but yeah, you know you're near a sewer entrance. You see broken <laughs> stone, the mouth of the entrance, and the wood bridge my... goes right to the entrance. I'm grabbing my, my cloak and putting it over my nose. It's stinky. Hate yeah, it. Is that, Beetle is has that a... a soap bar in his backpack and he takes it out and puts it in one nostril and keeps going. Uh, <laughs> Hart har throws some shock in his face and then it plugs <laughs> up because he's sweating. So it falls off so it does nothing. Philip <laughs> is completely unfazed and continues to uh, flow along the planks. Duh. Ah! Hart throws himself from the planks onto uh, solid ground, lands on on top of it and clings to the wall. Ground, ground, never leave me again. <laughs> <laughs> As you go through the entrance, you see that you're within uh, broken, shattered parts of ruins. The walls here do seem intact enough to still be functioning as a sewer outlet, and conveniently for the city, it goes right down into the sinkhole itself with all that water waste. Ugh. Smell that, guys? There's definitely gonna be... Yeah, there's, there's definitely gonna be a creepy crawler down here. A succulent, uh... delicious, stuffable, <laughs> creepy crawler. Oh, yeah, as... no, like, crabs live of the weirdest things, <laughs> yet they are delicious. Exactly! It's like a... Yeah, yeah, crab. Think of it like a crab. Ground crab. <laughs> crab as crab! You, as you begin to head forward, you see over to your right, light. Seems very odd and, and as hard as you round the corner and anybody else who does, who also see a tattered rug kind of acting as sort of a welcoming mat. Oh. First, you see a sign right by a crudely constructed wooden wall. You can even see light past the wall itself. A friendly looking lantern lighting the way. Heart leans down and pokes Beetle's head a little bit. Hey, hey, bro. The map doesn't say anything about people living here. Uh, Beetle turns around and looks up at Grandma. Uh, she looks down at the map, uh, giving it a good once over. Mm, maybe this is his base or down here? Yeah, maybe he stores his tools and stuff in here. Ooh. Do you think? Maybe. We should check if the door is, is locked, and then if it's somebody's house, we'll just apologize and leave, and they'll understand. It Talim must happen will... all the time down here. Talim will pipe in from the back, and is like, we are in the Pons Blaster. It is a poor area. In the poorer yeah. districts, people will take refuge wherever they can, regardless of the city. You shouldn't be too alarmed. At least they have a home, you know. What's the plan? Do we go and check it out, or do we want to keep going? Hmm. I mean, if anything, maybe we should tell them that we're here, and if any sounds are made, it's just us. That would be polite. Yeah, we don't want to freak them out. Yeah. You said yeah, there's let's a do sign that. on the next to the door, or rug, or whatever. You do door? see it. You do see a sign on the crudely constructed. Uh, wall there. Go up with heart. 
as you head up to the wall itself everyone who gets close enough to it can see that it says it said Hollick's place ah. coin welcome oh this oh. isn't gipbuck at all this is this a shop looks like it and uh. we should still let them know if they hear any funky noises it's just us we're out here scrunching around all right flows in even the deepest places all right, well, yeah, let's yeah. check it out. Yeah. yeah. Beetle gets uh, heart an expected look. Uh, heart s- steps away forward and he. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the Bonds Blaster Sewer gift shop. <laughs> you, you can buy you can buy your own little baldric uh you know bobbleheads. Oh my god, I, I buy I our want, shit! I want plushies, let's go. I'm giving Avudu <laughs> the credit for that joke who said a sewer's a gift <laughs> shop. They sell the best shit around. That's fucking funny. <laughs> that is good. That's really good. <laughs> I have a mighty yeah, need. So Hart, you're heading up to the door. Do you just open it or what? Yeah, knock on the door. It's like, uh, as you knock on the door, you see that the door is kind of barely held on there together. So it kind of slightly oh opens. Oh, but uh, you see, but uh, but you can see through the crack that you've kind of made that uh, lantern lights there and you hear like, oh, 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 and you hear like various like, clink, 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 you know, various like glasses and stuff kind of clatter uh, uh, past, ha- the, uh, past the wall. Hello. Uh, hello, Sailor Sun. Um, we we are here uh, on Mr. business. Uh, no, 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 no. Here from the other side. Heart opens the door when he's called a cop, and he he takes a step in and goes, "I ain't a freaking cop." Feel free to open the door and step inside. Heck yes. He opens the door, Shh. takes a step inside, and goes, dude, 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 I am not a cop. <laughs> Shopkeep dies of a heart attack. Yeah. Oh, no. And th- he holds up his hands like, but there's no one here. Huh? Yeah, if everyone can feel free to go in. In behind the curtains that you see, you'll see a wiry fellow who will step out from the curtains. He looks a little like Oh, I love him. He's a stinky little man. Oh, they're all so cute. You see, you see before you someone who comes out from the back. You see a boiling cauldron of green, of green stuff, and pretty much giving a green emission from it. You see, you see a a man. You notice him to be sort of half elven, uh, with wiry Afro-like hair, one side white, the other side black. And wearing a cloak and very bits and bobs on him. He's wearing a wide brim witch-like hat that you see. But the one distinct feature, there's one of his buck teeth that he's having, is that he has no nose. Instead of, or in place of a nose, is a wooden nose. It's kind of strapped along his face with uh, with rope or a little s- tiny string. He'll come up to all of you or come out from the curtains go, Hi there. It's so nice to get customers as of late. I haven't oh, no. had any customers for quite a while. 
uh, might have to. Uh, I oh well, we were actually just coming in to let you know that if you heard any strange sounds outside, we're we're actually just scrounging around out there. So Ooh. we just wanted to let you know you've got nothing to worry about. Just sorry strange, to disappoint you. Strange sounds. <laughs> You see, and he kind of, and he kind of, he has this weird gait where he's kind of like, you know, when you walk on the front of your feet and get your uh, heels up a bit, he kind of walks like that a little bit as if he's kind of like, like he's kind of half tiptoeing at you and his hands like are out kind of like slunched down a little bit. He's like, there's a lot like of weird things. He rubs his hands inside here. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like Do it. you have things we're allowed to hunt and cook? Oh, there's a lot of things to eat around here. Some of them are dangerous. But <laughs> what you I do warn you though, things are a little weird here. <laughs> Art's no. ears perk up at weird and dangerous. Talim is deeply intrigued by this eccentric fellow and kind of like uh will skirt around the side and uh past uh gray and uh mm. even like up next to this guy kind of leaning is like weird and dangerous even exotic yeah um, like the yes. spicy stuff dude yes a lot of things are exotic here in the tunnels <laughs> so what are you here for i'm i am Alec, yeah, it I said sell so outside. various liquids that usually <laughs> help people, but I have run into a bit of a snag. A snag in your business? Well, perhaps we could. And Talim will like look around for everyone, uh, at everyone, and like, perhaps some enterprising adventurers may be able to help with that. Dear oh, yeah. shopkeep holic. Investing in local businesses. It's the one term that Talim taught him. <laughs> and, and he's using it for things that maybe shouldn't be used for. But so far it's it's worked. Beetle looks a little off put. And, and he's kind of just scratching <sighs> at the soap in his nostril, but he doesn't say anything, so. He just listens and keeps staring with his bug eyes, scratching at the soap in his nose. Well, um, what is a snag? Maybe, maybe we might be able to, uh, assist somehow. Yeah, what's a snag? Can you oh, eat it? Yeah. I would appreciate the assistance. I can help with various concoctions if you help me. I have a my workshop in the back is currently occupied. Occupied? Uh, that's a problem. I, I gather reagents from a passage not far down the hall or in the tunnels. And with those reagents that seem to have gone a bit power, though they're very vicious, they bite. And they crawl. I would love some help to get rid of them as I'm just little old me. And you'll see he'll bat his eyelashes at you all. 
uh, you know, wretches in the background. To excitedly rub his hands together, it's like, so you dabble in a bit of the alchemical arts. It's like mm. interesting. I'm oh so damn you! Talim, you're saying that this is a spice trader. I'm saying that Holic here and I may have more in common than initially thought. Mm. So go take care of the things in your workshop. Right. Yes. I I think we can spare some time to help with that. Yeah, look around at the, the others. The things might be tasty. Oh, believe me, you probably don't want to eat these particular specimens. They've got to be <laughs> rotten. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, okay. Maybe not. I mean, we can. We'll, we'll be quick. We'll be quick. We have plenty of time, right? We, <laughs> yeah, have, yeah, yeah, we yeah. have time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beetle will take out his crossbow, load it. Yeah, I've done. All right, uh, Moses. I'll, I'll, I'll help out our fellow, uh, a fellow spice enthusiast. Oh, <laughs> spice. I do spices, one of my specialties. But come, come to the back room. <laughs> You'll see that Holic will uh, motion over and uh, show you all to a a room back here. This It'll is a Dark Souls NPC. He will sit in back. <laughs> of, oh, please. He'll sit on one of the crates and he'll take his staff that has a little lantern dangling on it. And he will point over to the door and be like, there, I, I must ask of you, I have a precious darling inside. Please don't harm her. She's the cornerstone of my business. <laughs> uh, will we be able to tell her apart from the rottens? Oh, she's quite beautiful. You won't miss her. Uh, uh-huh. okay. So wait, what were, what were we getting out of this again? You and Talib are going to talk about spice? Okay, fine. <laughs> Doing spices in the food. <laughs> Talib will like, will, will wave at a, will wave at Beetle like, uh, yes, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll handle, I'll handle the business side of things. I can't believe that we're doing deals with the rot grind version of patches. <laughs> <laughs> At that Zosha, he says, oh, um, no, yes, go for fever. When you go in, I'm yeah. going to, uh, I need to lock the door. Because uh, if you uh, can't <laughs> handle it, I need to make sure they don't get I'll hand you the key, though, just in case. <laughs> Beetle will come forward and put out his little gripper. Give me a key. He'll put in, put a put a key in your little grippers. He's gonna test that the key works on the door. <laughs> you see, you see that the door is locked, and it it does indeed unlock it. Okay, okay, all right. All right, Beetle will turn to the group and just nod. He doesn't look very enthusiastic, though. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is perhaps the most interesting guy I met in like a week. So, uh, <laughs> so I, I, I'm into doing this. 
Who's the, one before, that? That? <laughs> Who's the one before that? Who's the one before that? Why not? Right. Uh, he's right there. He can hear you. You can't just say that when people can hear you. Dude, you're in. <laughs> hey, Holic. I he think it's fine. Hey, Holic snaps his finger and points at him. You're interesting. <laughs> Stop. Thanks, sweetheart. He blushes. Stop. <laughs> Uh, I love Hark. Hollick. We must protect Hollick. Yes. Uh, tr truly the most gremlin of all uh, NPCs. We need to protect the man. Uh, he will not betray us at all. He ain't got uh, a nose. What could he do? Yeah, okay. the man ain't got a nose. I'm yeah, going to mark him. You can say that he's definitely not prone to sticking his nose in other people's uh. business. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm pulling out of the campaign. I'll see you later. Yeah, we had a good campaign. We had a good run. <laughs> that was it. That was it. That was the breaking point. No. All right. So. Okay. What you guys doing? Uh, You're at the door. Uh, Grandma, Hark? you can see well in the dark, right? What if no. it's dark in there? Should oh, you can't? No. Okay, You're the one, you guys, dude. Why don't you guys let me uh? My have a torch in there. Yeah, let yeah. well. We don't want to alert them yet. Maybe just let, what if we crack it? Let me poke my peepers in there. And let's see what we're doing dealing with. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, hard I'll take a step back the then. Hand. I'll take a step back then, so the torch does not accidentally uh, alert whatever might be in there. <laughs> uh, due to Hart entering his mountain stance, he he becomes uh, for for Chat to know. Uh, he becomes like rock solid throughout his entire body he doesn't dodge he just takes it uh and thus he, he stands in front of everyone else you know just in case uh yeah. but uh hmm. speaking of mountain stance can i uh can i go ahead and have my my shield raised zorn sure okay and beetle's just gonna scamper up between heart's feet yeah so heart doesn't have to move okay feel free to open the door One of you can click it. It's okay. It won't yeah, bite. Press the there you go. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, Foundry allows you to open doors and stuff in a line of sight, which is cool. Heart whispers, what does your what does your cobalt eye see? Well, the lights are on, so don't worry about my peepers, I guess. <laughs> what you see in front of you, Beetle, and others who wish to enter inside of the room, you see, you see plants plants and various bottles and such all lining the walls here on shelves along with a table with various alchemical bits and books and scrolls and such mortal and pestle various alchemical alchemical things you see uh rugs that have been torn and stained with various liquids you've not you have no knowledge of but if you want to step further inside uh you currently see nothing yeah yeah we I'd like to get a, like a I'd like to get like a little like a, just a, a sniff, a whiff. I'd like to uh, see if I can Absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. Roll, you roll have the scent ability. Yeah. Perception. Smell. Oh, oh I got that's a, a one. Oh, one. No. Too much raw Oh no. All oh, you can because, smell is the poo poo. Because that is a natural one, I get to go through our complication list. So actually oh, since no. a natural one happened. Uh so, so do you want what is an what is a complication, Soren? Yeah, so please, to please explain tell us what a complication is. 
explain what that means. What we do for narrative declaration or on our Patreon, we allow people to submit failure results. And what we what we're trying to get it kind of more refined and rock grind. For this campaign, for this group, we've all agreed that if you roll a natural one, you cannot hero point it. You are stuck with it. You're not allowed yeah. to yep. re-roll it and still get the complication. You fail right out. Like you don't get the re-roll, so which makes it a little extra spicy. So uh, we do have a large uh, sheet here. So I need to see if we have one perception. Unfortunately, Thurston takes care of this list. That might take mm. me a little bit to find one. I do apologize. Uh, no, so no, as no. we're going, as, as we're going through here, um, I yep. will tell you, Gray, that if you guys want to enter inside the room and role play a little bit to save some time for me as I search. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, you, before you that. smell beauty. You, it smells so good inside. It is that it, it's like you, in this world of time that Rockgarden is based in, you you may have adventured through places or very various places that have like field of flowers in it. Gorgeous. It looks gorgeous. It smells gorgeous. It's addictive to you. You want to be in this room all the time by this by this scent. Like I'm not saying you are going to. I'm saying this is what it would. It's feel easy like. to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't want to take your agency away, but that's that's what someone would feel. So take with that what you will. Yeah. Pollock is growing no nip. It, it's uh, <laughs> it's like straight up a garden within what is otherwise like a rundown dark fantasy renaissance city. Uh, so yeah, the contradictive nature of this makes heart go, oh no, it's so, so good. So these smells would absolutely just kind of disarm Gray. She just be like, just co- it just completely just throws her off. She's just like. Oh, I she's kind of like <laughs> she kind. She's kind of limp. She's kind of limp. She's just like oh, I have this smells your, so uh, good. I have your complication, which is fucking oh? perfect. So thank you oh, to our no. Patreon member, my name Jers, for this amazing complication that fits great because you are in a sewer that says nobody expects the seventh sewer discharge pipe. Very much player rolls a perception check. If they succeed, they notice the pipe and spin an action to avoid braining themselves on it. If they fail, they smack their head into a randomly placed sewage discharge pipe and gain the clumsy status effect until they spend two actions to gather their bearings. Or until oh, a certain no. amount of time has passed and decided by the game master. <laughs> Thank you, Jers, for that lovely complication. Oh, no. Roll me. I, I wanna I wanna mess with it a little bit and roll me a reflex save. God damn it! Soren, while that reflex save is being obtained, how can other people submit their... Uh... By going to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash narrative declaration, where if you do I... uh, our complication tier, our antagonist tier, you get to submit your own. Yeah. You have a full guide. Reflex. I rolled a 14 for that reflex. Not enough. Oh, oh no. You are, you are clumsy. How would I add that? Can you describe? I got you. you. I got you. you Thank you. Smack your head on the pipe, man. You're gonna have clumsy. (laughs) You're gonna have clumsy one until uh until some time is gone. Alright. Yeah, but thank you so much for that. She's she's totally disarmed. She's like wandering around. She's like her eyes are closed. She's just (laughs) just sniffing around, and she's just lost in the sauce. And she just turns a corner and just boom, just a random (laughs) pipe, just just from the ceiling, just. She's just dazed. She's like, what? Uh." The rest of the party just like leans back, does that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
when it happens, Hart holds out the ha hand and shouts, Mom! I mean, great! <laughs> are, you, are you good? Are you good? Are you good? Are you good? Are you okay, Bima? Which one of you said that? The left or the right? Huh? What? Oh, no. The left heart or the right heart? Hey, is that beauty? <laughs> what? Hey, hey, good luck in there. What? I'm rooting for you. <laughs> You see the door will shut and you'll hear a <laughs> as the door locks. Oh, oh that wasn't very nice. For us. Well, he said he was going to do it. So <laughs> I get it. What plans? What you, what you see further inside, all of you are in here. You see to the south of this room as a stone walled room about, about it has a, have about like 10 feet. Uh, ceiling. What you see that is basically kind of crooning itself uh, near the ceiling is that needs a bit more room to grow even taller or because uh, the ceiling's in a way. It's a giant sunflower that you see, but you've never seen a sunflower like this. This thing is monstrous for what it is. And you see various vines kind of attached itself into the stone walls. But most importantly, you see that the vines are inside or like kind of like attaching itself inside the coffin that's placed in front of it. But this thing is gorgeous. You can even think that um, that even like a beetle can just rest in the uh, in the center of the sunflower. Like it's a big bat. It is that large. Uh, but as you are looking at the beetles of sunflower, is, got it. Yeah, it's a huge looking sunflower with like these thick ass veins like just attached everywhere. Um, but as you're inside <laughs> this room. What would you guys like to do? Um, I would actually like to use. Oh, well, could I use my crafting uh, skill to actually look around at like the different plants and the various alchemical concoctions and uh, books that are, you know, out and about, and see what uh see what has been being worked on. Or like, Absolutely. You know, like recipes, maybe. Uh, go ahead and nice. roll me a crafting check. <laughs> I love crafting. <laughs> I rolled a eleven for a total of eighteen. Mm. As you're looking uh, around, you notice on the shelves um, various plants and stuff like that. You wouldn't recognize of the plants or, or plants within the world of time that would make excellent spices for food. Like some of these could be grounded up together and make things taste really, really nice. Um, this seems to be the personal store of Holics. In addition to some of the bottles you see, some are just kind of just general reagents and stuff, but some of you notice are Alchemist Fire and uh, several other, such as uh, flask with acid in them. Oh boy. Uh, so I'm clumsy. I'm clumsy, but would I still be able to like get a grasp on if something's different with some of these plants by using a nature roll? Absolutely, go for it. Yeah. Let's oh, go, yeah, Clumsy Grandma. <laughs> clumsy Grandma, go. Let's clumsy go, Grandma. grandma. Rolled a nine total. <laughs> with a nine, <laughs> uh, you can't quite tell the difference. These seems a bit foreign to you. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe maybe the seeds or the plant itself was bought from an exotic market and taken care of gingerly here. 
Hmm. While Arts. they're doing that, yeah, yeah, can I can I go over to what I assume is beauty and and take a peek at at Absolutely. the at the at the special box <laughs> at the at the man container? How do you want to interact with it? You just looking at it or? Uh, so. While they're looking around at the plants and everything, just taking their sniffy sniffs, I'm gonna pop the soap out of my nose, put it in my bag as I slowly approach this box, <laughs> and uh, I, I'm gonna stand up on my tippy toes, and my big buggy yellow eyes are gonna like poke over the side of the box and creak. I lift the top and I look inside. What you see inside, Beetle, is that as you begin to slowly lift the coffin, and a an assault of horrible stench assaults no. you, and I need you to roll me a fortitude save. No. Oh, oh no, stinky. Uh oh, stinky. Stinky. Fortitude, 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 fortitude. Left fortitude. side of your character sheet. It's under. Oh, it is. It's under initiative. Thank you. Got it. That's a what? natural twenty. All right. Yeah, well, that's, good yeah. roll. Uh, that's mm, the smells kind of sweet. Mm. <laughs> ah, hungry. The second nat twenty from Friday today. <laughs> you are um, not assaulted by the smell, nor are you disgusted by what is there. But what is worse, what you see, are several giant-looking bugs, the size of your oh, fist, no. are crawling over this like melting corpse, which has been begin to coalesce itself into like a black goo and these things look at you and get the and latch out outside of the coffin as we get ah. the buds finally and fly around you we are now in combat and you don't need to roll initiative because you've done so as you were looking around for things so they oh, oh. will roll initiative oh no oh no roll. they're good roll an eight. Oh no they're One good well, we're rolling a 21, we're rolling an 8. And another one rolled a 21. Oh, no. Let me get some oh. awesome battle music for you all. That's fucking disgusting. Sorry, made us roll stealthy initiative. Fiend! <laughs> <laughs> all right. The battle <laughs> has begun. So the first okay. of the initiative order is... Beetle, you see these things buzzing all around you. These things are vicious looking like black goopy things begin to fall off of their serrated stuff. And what you see what they look like, in which I will show it to chat here. Oh yeah, I drew Damn. these guys too. You did, you did the artwork from like a long time ago. You can you can get this Ew. monster on the Patreon, by the way. Ew! It's oh, all it's set blocked and everything. <laughs> It's kind of cute, you know, except for like yeah, the vicious, like, yeah, you know, like, like oh. claws and uh, kind of like him. you know, the, the the dripping, you know, like he's cute except for all of it. He's a cute little rubber. Yeah. That's a that's a beetle screams yeah. delicacies and drops the coffin lid and raises his crossbow. And uh, yeah. for mm. so for my first turn, I would like to devise a stratagem on uh -huh. this guy. And I want to see what's going to happen if I strike him with the, uh, it's not an arrow, a bolt. Uh -huh. Okay, so 16 to hit. 
Yeah, for the five of strategy, just to teach people what's going on. Basically, what you're doing is that you're looking, you're like Sherlock Holmes, and get a little bit like, if I can cross yeah. over here, nine degrees to nine degrees to here, up here a little bit more. He's going to get a flash straight. Discombobulate. Discombobulate. This. Discombobulate. Yeah, discombobulate. <laughs> you're doing that, and you're seeing, okay, what am I going to hit? And if you can, and if you go for that, you're going to do some extra damage with your intelligence modifier. So <laughs> you, you would roll 16. You're confident you would hit. Would you like to continue or? Yes. Awesome. So you take that roll. You roll with your uh, the visor stratagem. You get plus. I sure your did. Yeah. You get uh, strategic strike with more precision damage, and you do nine points of damage to it. And nine you take it down immediately. You see that thing just pretty much nails itself right up to the wall and as you kill my... it with one shot. Fuck yeah! For my final turn, Beetle will run away. <laughs> 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 Still screaming. <laughs> jumps, bug jumps out of coffin, beetle. Ah, bug! Run. <laughs> like the fact that the fact that it's that, that small, it, it, you know, it's it's freaking huge for a bug. But still, that it's that small, and all beetle needs to do is like pull out their crossbow and just shoot it in a single swoop. That's skill. That is yeah. pure skill. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Right. So you did uh, did one device strategy, two to shoot, and three to move. So those are your three yeah. actions yeah. that you've done because we're using Pathfinder 2nd Edition as a reminder. Now is one of theirs turn. Oh, and no. It is, and as it buzzes around, you see that it will hide oh. inside of the coffin itself. And begin to hear even more buzzing. Even oh. more inside the coffin. You. Talim, you see still see one buzzing around. What do you do? Alright, so have my three actions. So for my first action, uh I am going to raise my shield. Raising a shield is normally oh, you already, a, you already got it. So you already Oh, you I already, already have it up? Get, okay. I, so yeah, you did right. that before you came here, so I got that. Yeah. You got that deal. Okay. So just to explain for those who are watching who are unfamiliar with it, raising a shield is basically, it works different uh, than it does in uh, other systems. When yeah. I raise my shield, I actively give myself a uh, an AC bonus, and because of my class, I'll have additional abilities. But because I already have that going, I will actually target this other rot fly and... I have a weapon that is called an Ast Coil, and it is a sword that can switch between five and ten foot reach because it's essentially a whip sword. So I'm going to spend my first action to use a spell strike, which is a class feature of the mages. So basically how that works is I do a normal attack roll, which I will do with my Ast Coil, and I have to roll for that. I roll a 17 in total for a hit. Yep. And then I will roll my regular damage. I'm using Gouging Claw. I'm using a cantrip. And for only... Normally, I have to declare that in the beginning, but I forgot. Um, so normally, so I, they are two different attack rolls, right? No, it's one no, attack no, roll. No. Uh, the attack no, roll, basically... Normally. Uh, what's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, normally, yeah. normally, they are two different attack different, rolls. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sorry. I thought you meant something else. My bad. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's a class feature of the mages is they can use two attacks to incorporate a, a spell that has an attack roll. 
and uh, along with one of their attacks. And so in this case, I am using uh, Gouging Claw. And so then I will roll the damage for Gouging Claw. And that is an additional five damage on top of the four that I already did. And Excellent. so that's two actions. And for my last action, I will use uh, that action to enter into Arcane Cascade, which is uh, what a mag magus can do anytime they use a spell strike. Is essentially they use the leftover energy to enter a stance and uh, they do a little bit of extra damage. And depending on their class, they get extra benefits. In my case, I get extra toughness on my shield for whenever I want to use a shield block feature. Awesome. So and with that, that, with all of your mean. all your damage together, you see this thing like your ass coil just snake out because your ass coil has reach, so you don't have to be directly adjacent to it. You see Wait. it go out through it. How do you kill this thing? It's just buzzing in the air. So as uh, the it crawls out, beetle fires at one, takes uh, the other one down. Uh, Talim essentially whips out with this almost. Uh, chainsaw-like blade that's connected by uh by small chains and it whips through the air and is uh what i'm looking for bisects uh yeah it bisects it as it is um now made supernaturally sharp by his net by his magic and uh he nice. whips it back in and clicks it into a uh a regular uh regular looking sword Nice, and you see the body falls. So Gray, what you're noticing, there's a buzzing it's going through. You notice that something else enters the fight. As a whole bunch of buzzing begins to go forward, you see a whole bunch more show up. You see a whole bunch begin to burst out of Burst out of it itself, and you see that there's a swarm of them Ooh. coming out of the oh. coffin that begin to torrent throughout this other area, pretty much taking little nibbles and bites of everything around them. Gray, it is currently your turn. Ah, that's a lot. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Uh, this is bad. This is bad. Immediately going to uh, hunt prey on that that big old that everything <laughs> yes that over there that that the all of it <laughs> oh this bad god oh my god remember that swarm. one one is like the size of a human skull yeah yeah I, oh, so i'm going like to that. uh <laughs> Gray is still kind of uh, uh, thrown off guard by like the smells and everything. So she's just uh, going to do her best to try and hit one of these fucking things with her crossbow. Everyone pray. <laughs> let's go, Grandma. 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 I rolled a 16. Yes. To hit damage. Damage. That is 12 damage. Actually, that is an excellent hit. And I'm going to use that, my last one to reload. Yeah, you see that as it pierces through, it does, it is fairly effective as you get multiple in there. We do see that it's not doing as well as you hoped. 
still takes damage. Uh oh. Oh, not 26? Jesus. Hold up. <laughs> not supposed to take 26 damage? Hold up. Oh, take it. Take the 26 damage. Please. Please don't. It's too messy. You do that. I think that's how it works. Yeah, there we go. All right. Yeah. That, um, that's it. There yeah. we go. I gotta tell the Justin. Good shot. You deal 12 points of damage. You see your arrow just, or your bolt rather, just basically carved through several of them. Heart, it is now your turn. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rough. This, a swarm. I have. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Hear me out. Hear me out. How do you grapple like 40 creatures? A really big hug. That is correct! Uh, I move over here as my, oh my one God. action. One action to move over here. Uh, and uh, then, Soren, I uh -huh. wish I wish to perform a flurry of blows. A flurry of blows for everyone at home it allows me to perform two unarmed attacks for one single action. Uh, but the most important part when fighting something like a swarm is that I get to combine the damage that I do with both of them, if I hit both of them, that is, to oversee yeah. things like resistance, which I assume this thing will have. Um, so yes, I will. That is what I will do. You're swatting the flies with your fists. I am. <laughs> you know... <laughs> I heart will reach back his arms as far as he can, and then he will just smack his hands together. Uh, oh, my and we'll, oh my god! And we'll see how many flies are d dying from that. <laughs> Somebody in chat said it. The deal, the, 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 and I just imagine it's just, just heart just rapidly swatting with big old yowie oh. hands. Okay, I, I'm going to use my last hero point to reroll that because I would like to hit something. <laughs> yeah, because you rolled a 13. Uh, yeah. So let's reroll that. And yes, I get a 25. Excellent. Uh, nice. Yes. Let's freaking go. Uh, and then I also, I roll damage. And that is nine damage. Followed up by my second attack. Let's see if I can apply something else to this. Nope. I saw a 19. I saw a 19 on die. But no, it's the result of six. Um, and with that, I will perform my last action, Soren. My last action will be to travel over here. Right next to me. Just one, a single step. But the most important part about this is to be the group tank, you sometimes need to make sacrifices. Uh, so I will take a single steppy over here. Let yeah. me see here. Uh, yeah, like over here. Uh, to try to make sure that I am the biggest target for, for, for the big thing. Please kill it. Please kill it. Please kill it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You climb over 
You climb over the coffin and start to position yourself after you're basically doing various punches are going and you basically just yeah. do a bunch of punches but you feel it's not really effective you see it's really hard to kind of get at it with your with your little, little grabbers you know and your oh, yeah. fists and Not such so it doesn't take as much damage only taking about four points of damage even after you're but nine. i might so. but i might be taking its attention yeah we'll see we'll see <laughs> beetle beetle looks down at his crossbow and then up at the thousands of fucking bugs and goes ah, and he turns to look at the table right next to him can i use my crafting skill uh to try and check out what's on the table i already know talim did this so we know out of character there's some acidic stuff here but i want to see I mean, if beetle I can talim would have would have in character said hey look did he did you I, i'm I asking talim if if you did if you did okay you did not go ahead and make me a check okay that that was my game master way of saying oh oh no complicated. oh boy who's gonna complicate let me see uh let me see like i i, uh, I appreciate the open but i didn't do it and that is something i will have to work on that's absolutely yeah. okay because that means yeah. that's a gameplay thing <laughs> yeah that's gonna be uh that's gonna be real fun let me look through the complication the game froggy Thorand, would you say that it would be appropriate that if someone submits a, a complication that is specific for a specific player, you would still use it? Uh, in our guide, we tell people not to do that. Keep it, keep okay. it varied. Okay. Don't do specifics because okay, okay. then it makes it five times harder and you'll never see it. In our guide, that, we hmm. tell you to do it broadly because if you're just that, like, I just want funny man to do funny thing, we ignore it sometimes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, let me see. Let me see if there's a thing I can. Hmm. Nope. I don't think no. anyone did a crafting check one. Hard to disappear. Oh, there you go. Oh, I'm back. Yeah. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, maybe we'll do. Okay. Well, I'll take this one. It probably not. Yeah. We'll we'll take this one. So I'll take one from GC Rust. Thank you so much for this mm. complication call. A sticky situation. We'll try to morph it to our needs. Um, his so complication much. says says the player's actions has unintended consequences of discovering a potent sticky substance that is both stubborn in its removal and disgusting in its inherent sickness. Uh, the player is drained one until the rest or they find a body of clean water, which is a lot which allows them to remove this condition. God damn it! Oh no! <laughs> you so, got the goop. We'll Sorry, say that you got gooped. I got Gwen Paltrowed! Do you, you want to tell us and also the chat what drained this? Because that's a big deal. It is. Yeah, let me get the actual rolling for it. The cool thing about Foundry is that when I apply it as a diva for the players, it'll actually automatically do all the math, so anything affected will do it. But what drained yeah. does, drained as the rule, uh, when a creature successfully drains ah. you of blood or life force, uh, you become less healthy. Drained always includes a value, taking the status, da, 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 uh, da, da, da. You lose the number of hit points equal to your level times the drained value, and your maximum hit points are reduced by the same amount. Uh, for example, if you're hit by an effective inflict drain three in your third level creature, you lose nine hit points to reduce your maximum hit points by nine. Losing the hit points doesn't count as taking damage. You just need to take a full nice rest, your draining decreases by one. No, 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 no. So you pretty much lose a bit of your maximum HP. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
So pretty much, uh, it's, it's pretty much one times your level. So you're level two, so your maximum HP goes down by two. So let's okay. just say just for the sake of it, just minus two HP for you for now, and we'll 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 do unless you've already changed your HP. But um, that's no problem. Uh... Okay, actually, Drain should have already done that, so you don't have to mess with anything. So, oh. Yeah, sorry, I forgot. Foundry does the cold match stuff, so it only does it for you, so you're good. Okay, okay. So, you are currently, you've tried to grab on the uh, thing. I'm sorry to take player agency from you just for the complication. That's okay. Then you try that's to grab okay. onto it, and then it's like, ah, like it, it spills over. You're like, oh, there, I see one. And, so, and it knocks over from all the commotion, all the swarms bouncing stuff that were in the shells, and it falls on you. Like, Bleh. Yeah. So, so Beetle's just screaming in the background, covered in Elmer's. Uh... <laughs> oh no! Can you've, I? You become the taffy. Tell me if I, if it's, if, if you don't want me to do this, but can Beetle okay. grab a bottle at random from on the table mm. to throw at the insects? Absolutely. Without Roll knowing one... what it is, yeah. Roll me one d four. You got it. Oh, on a no. one, on a one, it's a healing potion. <laughs> yeah. I know. Don't do it. Can oh, it's, it's a four. Oh. All so right. Beetle, Beetle screaming. He's covered in Elmer's. He he gropes around on top of the table, slapping the wood. Grabs a bottle, turns, and throws it at the. Okay, so it's gonna take two actions. Uh, one, you're looking around for one. Two, to to grab one, and then three to throw it. So what I'm gonna do, yeah, I'm gonna it. give you an alchemist fire in your inventory, which you now have. Okay, cool. Uh, you can. I will click this draw button in your character sheet for you, so you have it wielded. Well, uh, thank you. Much, it usually takes an action to interact. I'll so you, you've grabbed it at this point, so you now have it in your hand. Uh, now go mm -hmm. ahead and target the swarm and do the strike button there, because it's your first attack on it. Oh, that's a strike. Uh, oh, there yeah, it is. Your, yeah, your action thing in your character sheet. And your action's there. You see Alchemist Fire there, lesser. Oh, there it is! Thank you! There you go. Hee hoo hee. And unfortunately, it misses. You do have a hero point. I'll use it! I'll use it! I'll use my hero point! I'm rolling again! Let me roll again! Put it back in my hand, please. Man, those yeah. those twenties really took it out of you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm I'm not gonna try and, and and like stop your action, Froggy. But Zoran, as um, Beetle is picks up a vial and goes to throw it at the swarm, uh, would Talim see that Beetle is doing this, or is it like too focused on the combat and everything like that? I'll say I'll say that you notice. Okay. Turns around, looks eyes wide, and it's just like it's like. No, you sticky fool! <laughs> no! <laughs> I'm hero pointing it. <laughs> it's, I've counted it's down like your hero point. It's like one of those things where it goes in slow motion and the bottle is rolling off the tips of his fingers in the air, and then you hear Talib going. I don't want to. I don't want to like. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to try and like you know like. Uh, like met metagamer stuff, but it's just like yeah, yeah. Try some of yeah. It's yeah. role it's play. Like, no. You're playing a game. You're playing a game. Yeah. It's role okay. play. Yeah. So I can't throw it again because it counts as already thrown. You have to put right it right click in please. the chat. Right click <gasps> in the chat there. Remember, we taught taught them yesterday. Yeah. We were using hero point in the chat. Oh, you're right. We were using hero play. Ah. 
Oh, I saw that twenty for a moment. Okay, so she rolled a twelve. Unfortunately, it splashes to the side, just and it begins to burn the flower slowly. Oh, no. So, I know that it's not good for me to say this, but isn't that a splash weapon? Uh, I have to check if, uh, if you remember, uh, let me yeah, see. Alch splash, the splash it was only due for alchemist. I don't know if that's a thing for alchemist or for, uh, splashing. I'll go check real quick, real quick. I can look it up real fast. So basically the <laughs> thing they were asking is that on a failure, but I clearly target of the attack still takes the flies. Okay, cool. We're good. Um, yeah. yeah, you still um, take the damage. Sorry, I thought it was an alchemist only thing. So yeah, so Beetle, you still, it still takes splash damage even though you miss. So for splash damage type weapons, like the alchemist fire, uh, even though you miss, they still do splash damage because it's still doing that type of stuff. So it will still take the splash damage. It was awesome that you see that it's effective. And this thing will take, let me click the damage button here just so I can uh, get the right stuff here and you will see that it will take all right adding on to the stuff a lot of damage from that splash damage so you still did good you still did damage beetle as as everything it, it, thank starts you catching don't worry beetle, about beetle hollers and he goes uh you don't think that's beauty right and pointing at the flaming sunflower <laughs> And he's screaming back, what else could be it? So with that, oh, it's now it, bro. The, it's now the swarm's turn. And it does not go for you, Heart. It goes to the ones that burned it. No, 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 please. I'm just a little guy, please. <laughs> Please, oh, I'm, no. just a, I'm just a little guy, no! The consequences of Froggy's actions. Hubris, no! No, no I'm covered in elders, please! Now you're covered in rot flies. Ah, they're glued to me! <laughs> they all... And they are burning. <laughs> this, is our, this is our secret strategy the entire time. Turn beetle into flypaper. So, so no... Not only are they sticking together into a glob of like black icky goop, they are also burning. Yeah, they're on fire and glued to me, great. <laughs> Fuck. Oh no, they... the heart, the hubris of my own action. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> they will begin to swarm. Tons of them begin to just basically buzz all around you. Their serrated little feet begin to cut into you. I need, I need gray and Beetle to roll me a reflex save. I rolled a 19 total. I also rolled a 19 total. <laughs> that is awesome because both of you are able to succeed. You're able to either like hide behind, like either any way you like to take cover from these things, holding up something, whatever. You succeed and you are not affected. Your beetle dives under the Ooh. table. Oh. Oh. With that, unfortunately, one inside of sorry, one no. inside of that coffin that hit away is still alive, buzzes up, no. and comes after you, heart. Oh, nice! 
it takes an it takes a it takes an action the bird would right up to you and oh try shit to strike a fly <laughs> it hits with a with it's a 23 and it does five points of damage to you ah. which it will do <laughs> And then it also, as it got near to you, it'll be on your arm. It'll try to bite you. Oh! But it fails. It critically missed. And that's the end of its turn. Talim, stuff's happening. Uh, I will see the the flower on fire. Heart is being assaulted by that bug. Beetle has glued himself to the floor. Gray. <laughs> Gray is also, you know, like uh, surrounded by the bugs. Like I, the will flower turn around. is on fire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Talim will turn around to face the swarm, uh, and he will keep his shield raised and interpose between the two of them, which is essentially me renewing, uh, raising my shield, which gives me extra AC, and also works against certain effects due to my arcane cascade. Um, and then that is my first action. I will use my second action then target the swarm and for two actions cast uh the token will oh, be there i'm just making sure okay. chat can also see their hp someone mentioned it like i can't see their hp i'm like oh crap forget this at that setting my bad <laughs> you can now um, see their hp my bad chat yeah. and uh for my action i will use two actions to cast produce flame uh at it and which means i need to do an attack roll and I will roll a. I'm going to. I rolled a total of a 10. I'm going to hero point that. Excellent. You roll that using a hero point. That is significantly better. That is a total of an 18 and a hit. And then I will roll damage for it, which is 1d4 plus my spell casting modifier for a total of 4 fire damage to it. And, uh, awesome. as. Talim hunkers behind his shield and throws fire at the swarm. He will look at Hart and be like, put out the foul, put out the flower, put out the I'm flower. I'm on it. <laughs> and uh, that is the end of my turn. That is all three actions. Awesome. Great. It's your turn. Bugs are everywhere. It's disgusting. Oh, like oh, black God. viscous oh, things are oh, all God. over you. What do you do? Oh, God. Uh, during all of this, Gray dives out of the, the mass towards the flower, uh, rips off her cloak to throw onto the flower so uh, to try and put it out. Because, ah, oh God, that's not supposed to be on fire. We need, we need that to not be on fire. <laughs> how do you, uh, how do you uh, put out the fire? By trying to smother the fire with uh, her cloak. Your cloak, okay. She, she's just like uh, taking off. She's just like, poof. Go ahead, uh, God, what would be a good check for this? Do me a. She is a herbalist. I'll, yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you a choice. I'll give you do. I'll let you do either a nature check or an acrobat acrobatics check. Uh, I will uh, do a nature. Yeah, yeah. I will roll, roll yeah. in nature. Yeah, that or survival. I rolled a nine. I would like to, to hero point that. Hey. Here, uh, I didn't give you enough options before you rolled. I apologize. It's oh. my fault. Uh, was survival a better chance for you? Uh, they're both the same number. Okay, okay. Yeah, go ahead and hear a point then. All right. Please. Ah, uh, that's a nine. It's the same number. It's the oh, same no. number. 
Why does this always down. happen? Uh, you try in vain to just, just try to put out the flame. You put some flames out, but not enough. Uh, you could try one more time if you'd like. Yes, I'd like to try one more time. All right, go for it. Uh, same roll? Same roll. Chad is evil. They're just like, and the cloak catches on fire. Uh, 21. <laughs> that is a 21. Oh. You succeed by putting a lot of the fire out. You know, if you do a little bit more effort, the fire will be extinguished. But yes. that is okay. the end of your turn. Heart. Yes. Got a, uh, got a one fly note. in front of you. Straight up do before I do anything. Uh, men. Yes. You are a herbalist, right? Uh, yeah. No, I ended up not taking that. You didn't? Okay, cool. No. Uh, cool. Nice. I just wanted to check. Uh, yeah. So, uh, this fly, this fly right here, the one that I went, oh shit, a fly. Uh -huh. And, uh, and it's now on me. Uh, I would like to uh, strike this little boy with uh, with my hand, and uh, I will use mount. I will use uh, flare of blows because it's just still one action for two attacks, baby. Yeah. Um, nice. Uh, action economy. Uh, I slap it. That's a natural one. That's a one. natural one. Yeah. That's three Gotta go to the complication seat. Yes. Oh my god! Uh, no, may I, I request a thing, Thorin? What's that? Are there any rot-based ones? Uh, I can't tell. I really have to go through the entire spreadsheet that okay. we have. Okay, okay, so okay. Just, okay. just grab on them. Just grab on them. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, okay, we'll take wow. this one from Patreon member Redfish. <laughs> Thank you so much for your complication called flinching. A sudden flinch in your mm. thought process makes you question your recent actions. Make a... We have to make a save to see. He didn't put a thing here. Is it a will okay. save? Okay, we're going we're gonna to modify their thing. I don't know where their full mm. thing is, but this is what we'll do. Make me a save. Make me will? a save or your next attack is at a minus two. So we're going to okay. do it as as a reflex save, as you thinking this thing's going to go. So thank you, Red This, for your complication. It is a All 19 right. on my reflex save. A 19. I was going to make you try to beat an 18. You succeeded. Your another attack goes Punch. just fine. Heck yes. So uh, next attack then. I, I swat away the fly. No, I don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> so one with my left. with this fly on my no, that's one action, my dude. Oh, uh, that's right. You did a thing. Uh, uh, yeah. So I, I'm trying to swat away this fly, but it has its pincer grips in me. So it goes like, okay, okay, you you're hanging in there then. Um, for one action, I fetch my water skin. And uh, as my last action, uh, with this fly on my arm, I am going to pour some water uh, over <laughs> this uh, this flower. Uh, that is excellent. I I will make you do a check for it. You just I guess in the fire is extinguished. <gasps> nice, poor beauty. All right, that's blaming the rock. No, my turn. No, that's right. I keep thinking. I'm sorry. I keep thinking it's two actions. You have one action <laughs> left. My bad. It's my fault. My my bad. No, no, that's my turn. Monks. Oh, is uh, it? Okay, never mind. Yeah, like one action to fetch my object, one action to put it out. That's right, that's right. My bad. Yes. 
I keep thinking monks have like 50 actions, so it keeps messing. They do. They straight up do. Their superpower right. is cheating. I, Beetle. Action economy. What turn. is that? I have a I have a question about this stony room that we're in. Are there any cracks in the walls? Any decrepit regions that I don't know? Some slick little guy might be able to use their uh, slither ancestry feet where they can cram themselves into very small tight spaces. Mm, I didn't design the room with anything like that in mind. If you had a hero point to make a narrative declaration, that would have been an excellent thing <laughs> to have. <laughs> I make a narrative case, declaration. With you the, sure with can. I use my final hero point oh. to, to uh, narrate um, do a narrative decoration for Beetle, since Froggy's no hero points left. What? Are you serious? Yeah. For Beetle's cowardice? Awesome. <laughs> so as as this oh yeah. this this uh, crack opens up in the in the floor. That... Uh, it's always been there behind the shelves. It's, it was cleverly yeah, it's, hidden it's behind always, some pots. It was, it's, it's always been there. Yeah. Beetle runs from the rot flies, and I like to use my slither feet to cram myself <laughs> into the hole and hide. Absolutely. And to answer someone, can you use hero points not in your turn? Normally, you can only use them on your turn, but we do a thing called narrative declaration, which allows us to do some fun little role play bits like this. So, I, if it encourages role play and fun moments or so, I I encourage it. I like our players having fun. So yes. All right. yeah. So what, I, what, I, what I wanted to do with the narrative declaration was that um, that Holic has um, has more or less had a there was a bunch of like you know sewer pipes in here, but he has de like put away a few of them and like um, you know just unscrewed a few of them, but there is one <laughs> that is still there. So I, that I is have to. I have to roll an acrobatics check to succeed on my squeeze, I think. Yeah, let's see. Yes. Sir, you are an expert in moving through extremely tight places. You can gain the quick squeeze scoping, even if you're not trained acrobatics. But you roll a success on acrobatics check to squeeze and a critical success. Yeah, so go and roll me acrobatics. Yeah. I think it's like DC 10. That is an 18. Yeah. With that, you slither in just fine. You <laughs> Cobalt is a non-Newtonian liquid. Because I, because, because of, I'm such a hostile game master. Uh, as you go inside the crevice, you find it's filled with spiders. No! Oh my God! <laughs> and that is covered that, in glue. No. <laughs> does that end your turn? Yeah. 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 Eat them, eat them, Beetle, eat them. It is. Beetle has it is to eat them on his power. way in. He has to eat them to make room for himself. He's like, now he's like Pac-Man as he's going into the hole head first. Oh no. <laughs> it is now the swarm's turn and it goes to you, Talim. Yes, it does. And it begins to all around. I need you to make me a reflex save. I will make a reflex save. I rolled an 18 for a total of 24 on the reflex save. You succeed. Nothing happens to you as they basically all around. But what else happens? Nice. Though? Now the now that it's the other flies turn. You see that this thing will begin to buzz away from you hearts and it goes up 
to the swarm itself. And it does an ability called oh, Join right. the Swarm. Right! What it does, it goes into the swarm itself, joining into it. And they, and what happens is that it heals the swarm a little bit and it will heal it. Six points oh. with a D6. Oh, God. The right fly is no more as it joins the swarm. I can't believe that rot fly was Kerrigan. <laughs> <laughs> Talib, it is your turn. It is my turn. Um, let me see. All right, so you know what? I'm actually going to. If I move through the swarm, do I take any damage or anything like that? No, you can you can move through it. Okay, you fully uh, freely move through. It. All right. So in that case, I'm going to oh, come on. Let me. Uh, sorry, I, the swarm is probably I, on you, so it's kind of hard. Yeah, I, I can flip myself. Okay, so I was gonna move over here, out of the swarm. Okay. Uh, spin an action to keep my shield raised, so I have to uh, toggle that up, and that gives me an additional two AC uh, because I'm using a uh, heavy uh, heavy steel shield. And then I will use my last action to target the swarm and uh, attack it with my ast coil. And that awesome. is Let's see it. regular strike for <gasps> roll of 14 nice. plus seven. So a total of 21. Nice. And nice. I do uh, five or eight damage and an additional point of uh, slashing damage on top of that from my arcane stance. Hmm. Awesome. Unfortunately, you see that the slashing damage is not doing all that great, but you do cut a couple of them down as you deal a little bit of damage to the swarm. And I think that'll be the end of your turn. Those three that actions. will be the end of my turn. All three actions done. Gray, it is your turn. Okay. I would like to uh, go. Okay, now that the flower is out, it's out, correct? Yes, we put it out. Yes, yes, yes. yes it's out. You're good. Right. I'd like to go up to the swarm, brandishing my smoking sword. <laughs> and I'd like yeah! to Beyblade oh, my way yeah. through it. Just yeah. yeah. Right. And a roll. That is a you 16. Hit. It hits. Nice. Yeah. The damage of eight. You do eight points of damage and with all of that combined, with all the fire damage you guys have been doing to it, and it's been burning all of the flies, they all begin to drop onto the ground and they all fall <gasps> dead. I forgot <gasps> you had that. <gasps> I didn't. So with that, you have been able to defeat all of the flies that are inside. There's still a stench coming from the coffin. You see that beauty is still holding on just fine, even after a little bit of burning. Oh. Dang. Okay. Beetle hey, wiggles uh, out of his hidey hole. Beetle, you good? Beetle oh, there, up, there, dear. Yeah, Beetle puts up both hands for Gray. She leans over and helps get him out of, out of the yeah. little wiggly hole. And she, just, she just holds him, patting his head. There, there, dear. There, there. 
I'm covered in I don't know what. I know. We'll 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 get that taken care of. Please don't wash me in the green poo poo water outside. <laughs> I'll think about it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here I've got the key. We can get out of here now, please. And Beetle pass Gray the key. She takes the key. All right, let's get out of here. We did our job. Uh, you head over to the door yeah. and you notice that there's not a side of the lock on this side of the door. <gasps> oh, son of a bad bitch! <laughs> but you hey, will hear though. What you will hear, though, is a skink as it opens and a little crack forms and Holic will peek over and go, I hope everything went good in there. Are you? Oh, you're alive. Thank There's a you. burning pile behind us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. This is like, you're alive. And like, Talim is like standing back there with his arms crossed. He's like, yeah, let's, go with, let's go with that. <laughs> hey, you're bro, your, your, your mulch is rotten. Oh, is beauty okay? Oh, yes, the, the product was a bit uh, tainted, it seems. A bit. I, Ah, uh, yes, uh, it looks to be a bit of a key sub. You'll lift the uh, coffin lid a bit and go, and no reaction, because he has no nose. You'll put the lid down like, ah, white, filled with rot, it is. <laughs> I will make sure that this is extracted. Seems the bodies I took to feed beauty were a bit... So are my pants right now. So, I'm not wearing pants. This, is this <laughs> our first encounter with the rot? Um, or would you say that yes. each of us have in encountered it um, in other means? <laughs> I'll say, I'll say, if you are a native of Outset, like the the rot is kind of like for for lore for the audience, the rot is something that is it's slowly but surely corrupted the world of Tyne. Um, you see it affects people's mental states, their minds, like, uh, messes with their entire body and such. It does a lot of horrific things to people. It's been slowly but surely encroaching the world itself. But you guys have probably came in touch with it, but probably don't know much about it. Um, you, you know it exists, but you don't know... you probably barely seen it or if you have you probably didn't know what it was you thought it was just like mold or something so those were probably regular flies at one point uh you do not know uh, if you like to make a nature check we do not you might know. be able to recall some knowledge see if you know what those things were maybe you nah. do they are nah nah hard so um what was I gonna say as I forgot his name Holic. 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 That's what it was. I wanted to call him Harold for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Holic is just like, you know, seems there's a bit of rot. Like, Talim will actually kind of like lean over as he lifts up the lid and everything like that. And like, he'll look at Holic. He's like, rot. It's like, is that 
something's... Is that that black Ica? Yes. <laughs> Does it have it's... certain properties? Oh, you do not want to touch that. He kind of closes the lid back after you've lifted it up a bit. He's like, best to throw it off the side. <laughs> After seeing what it's done, I want nothing to do with it. Yeah, you're gonna throw it off the side, right? And hey, thanks for the key! Or your cookie-looking ass fucking ass. I can't even use that. And well, will take out the key and throw it at ass. him. <laughs> you see Holic will surprisingly catch it with ease, and he'll kind of put it in with his little, like, long, like uh, his little long fingers and go, Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Liam, uh, you said you were going to do business with the uh, Hollandaise here or whatever, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I do believe that there's a certain reward due for services rendered, uh, even well rendered, considering the situation and uh, Talim will like notion towards the, uh, the coffin dangerous substances encountered. It's like, Ooh. dear shopkeep Hollick, you seem to have quite the here of things that would make quite good additions to let's say casual consumables yes I can I can discuss business over some tea why don't you come with me we will talk more <laughs> Talib is actually like rubbing his hands together and like his so like, visibly smiling through his eyes like yes business and as Holic will motion you all to come with him outside of his workshop that is where we're going to end it today Heck yeah nice yo so, thank, thank you for so... the sash cap yeah Thank you. <laughs> <Clap>. <laughs> Thank you all so very much for watching. Thank you so much for watching the first episode of Rock Goons. Thank you all to our absolutely lovely players. I'll kind of go down the horn. Please tell them where they can find you. Starting off with Minerva. <gasps> That's me. Hi, everybody. I'm Minerva. You can find me over at Twitch and Twitter at Party Demoness. I am an artist and a full-time variety streamer. So, hey, love to see you over, uh, over in my neck of the woods. Next up, we have the ever-ghostly Cabal. Hello, I am Cabal. You can find me over at twitch.tv slash Cabal or over on, over on Twitter at CabalVT. I am a horror, uh, I'm a horror and variety streamer. I also deal in art. I'm also a voice actor as well. Um, you can catch me, what is it? Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays, uh, generally in the mornings in Eastern time. Then uh, finally we have our resident little guy, Froggy Lock. Hi, you can find me under Froggy Lock pretty much literally everywhere. Uh, <laughs> handle. I'm all over the place. I'm in your walls. I'm in your walls. I'm a professional artist and a variety streamer. And I am predominantly on, on Twitch and Twitter, though. A froggy in my walls? It's more <laughs> likely than you think. <laughs> oh, my God. It's relevant to the campaign. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. I slithered in. <laughs> no, my wall. The couples are in the walls. The couples are in the walls. That's <laughs> 
spent hero point on my life. <laughs> I, yeah, thank you. Thank you for spending a hero point so I can fucking cower in fear. Yeah, no, well spent. And with the towering fist of fury, we have Salty Job. Heck yeah, I am Salty Job. I'm a little, I'm a little Swedish artist. Uh, I work for a bunch of cool people. You have seen some. If you have been watching this uh, cool uh, little adventure we're having right now, you'll be seeing some cool art. I have been drawing the cool NPCs and monsters that you have seen this episode, uh, and you will probably see more of those in the future. Wow! You can find. Wow! You can find me on Twitch and Twitter at SaltyJob. And with that, I am your, I've been your host and Game Master Zoan the Bear. I hope you guys enjoyed the session. Hope the audience enjoyed the session. Uh, if you really, really enjoyed uh, the world or the setting that we do, we do, we make our custom setting uh, with On Call GMs, Partner Two Tell Stories, and me, and a whole bunch of you. Um, where we put a whole bunch of stuff together and we have three big PDFs that you can enjoy. Uh, you can get a good primer of the world. There's a free Pathfinder second edition adventure and stuff as well. I put it in the chat there. If you are interested in tabletop stuff, want some free stuff, uh, we have uh, a lot of free PDFs for you. And those of you who contribute on Patreon might get some assets here. You will get some of the artwork and the tokens of Holic here, uh, some notes and game mastery notes and stuff that I'll pull up on Patreon for this as well, along with all the extra stuff we do for Rock Rhine, our other campaign and a whole bunch of stuff in behind the patron wall so if you help us there excellent but remember you can always uh watch the shows and stuff later on on youtube at uh pretty much youtube.com forward slash narrative declaration or they're doing the at handles now so at narrative declaration and also follow our twitter all that stuff to stay tuned and our website has our schedule if you want to know when we're live next because we will do this every other saturday we have our mm. entire schedule on our website called narrative declaration.com so if you're wanting to know when we're live with all of our shows Please check that out. Please check out our schedule. We have the PDFs up on the website as well, where you can find them, where you can see us, all that other stuff. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you all have an amazing time. And I see you all next time. So long. Farewell. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye.